0: The UBC Women's Volleyball taking on the University of Manitoba. The game will start shortly. Hello and welcome everybody tuning in from both Canada West and CITR 101.9. It is Jacob Ayer alongside Eric Thompson here tonight as we have women's volleyball. It's UBC taking on the Manitoba Bisons in the second game. Uh, Last night, the Thunderbirds won definitively in straight sets, but they were close games, Eric. The games were close, but right now we're going to take a quick look at the starting lineup. For the Manitoba Bisons, we have number 17, Brittany Habing. We have number one, Casey Bujan. Number two, Josie Abbott. Number five, Kearly Abbott. Number eight, Allison Alcock. Nine, Jocelyn Coswin, and number eleven, Tori Studler. On the side of the UBC Thunderbirds, as they're coming out right now. The libero. Number two, Samantha Paco will be in the starting lineup. Kira Van Rijk, Canada West leader in kills, starting as always for the Thunderbirds. Number four, Gabby Atea is on the court as well. Atea has had a strong season with uh, her hitting percent good enough for third in Canada West. We have number eight, Anna Price, in the starting lineup as well, alongside Kira Hanley, number nine. Number 12, Liv Ferlin, And last, but definitely not least, is setter Alessandro Jontile, who's in her fifth year. It should be a very exciting game and a lot to look forward to. On the side of the Bisons last night, they had Allison Alcock lead the team with eight kills and two blocks, as well as Jocelyn Coswin, which is a great name, put up eight kills on the night. The Thunderbirds, Eric, had a strong showing as well. Uh, Kiera van Rijk led the way with 15 kills and 14 digs.
1: Yeah, van Rijk having an excellent game, as always, for this UBC Thunderbirds team. Uh, Last night, the score, despite being a 3-0 sweep, was very close. Um, Each set was only won by two points. Um, Doug Reimer believes that this was the cause of some post-break rust on the part of his team and expects his players to shake off that rust and have a stronger showing tonight.
0: And I expect it. I think it'll be close games again. We saw the men's team last night upset the uh, Thunderbirds, so anything can really happen. The Thunderbirds did get that straight set's victory, but anything... Uh, is definitely possible, as the Bisons showed last night. So Alessandro Gentile is set to serve for the Thunderbirds and get this second game between UBC and Manitoba underway. Definitely worth considering that Bisons may have been rusty too. And now the ball is handled by the Bisons. That was <laughs> Abbott. That was Curly Abbott. There's two twins on the team, her and her sister uh, Casey. But she's very strong. Curly Abbott having a great season for it. Uh, the Bison so far, she, uh, is just a second year player originally from Winnipeg, but she has, uh, 200, uh, 202 and a half points and 173 kills on the season. And up at the net, Liv Furland didn't even need to touch it. The point is awarded to UBC as the ball stayed on the side of the Manitoba Bisons.
1: Yep. Big strong hit there. Uh, not really able to control it on the dig was Manitoba and, uh, just slipped towards the net. One-to-one
0: here early in the first set between these two teams. ball is sent onto the side of the Bisons. It's Kearly Abbott again hitting it strong to her near side. That was off the hands of Samantha Paco, and the dig was unsuccessful. Side out to the Bisons.
1: Yeah, with, th- with both of those hits, even if they weren't the most accurate, they have power, which means that they're
0: difficult to block or dig. Tori Studler at, ni- at the line now for the Bisons. Gets the ball across dug there by Van Rijk, (laughs) Gabby, Atia, or was, that was actually Kiara Hanley, excuse me. Nice
1: kill by her. That was great, recognizing the open space there in the middle backcourt, and
0: she's going to serve now for the Thunderbirds. Kiara Hanley gets that nice hard serve over, and that time, that was number eight of the Bisons, Allison Alcock, who had a great game last night with eight points, as well as... uh, I believe she had two blocks on the night. Um, she just got the kill there off the hands of the Thunderbirds. Yeah, it was eight kills and two blocks. And Van, Reich, Van Rijk <laughs> opted to let that one go, but it just touched on the line. Ace for the Bisons. Yeah, always tough when it's right on the line. You never know if you should leave it or play it. Bisons early lead here, 4-2. to two. Keely Abbott, this time it's a free ball over now for the Bisons as it was a pass over by Kira Van Rijk. Set here by Tile, back row attack, but it's more of a dump. Van Rijk was trying to find a seam. Now it's the other Abbott sister, and UBC struggling to get anything
1: going. It was a great bump set, though. It's always impressive when you can do a bump that has the same
0: lilt as a uh, proper set. Gabetia trying to dump it in. This is a nice set point, or a... Uh, Match going on here between the two teams. Neither team really wanted to give up. This time, there we go. finding wow. a seam, Liv Furlan right in the middle. And even that one was almost saved. Both of those teams
1: really wanted that point after the long rally.
0: 3-4, to four. Thunderbirds just down one point here as Liv Furlan will now go to the line.
1: Yeah, but with those long rallies, it's always a matter of a momentum shift. If you win a long
0: rally like that, it's a decent chance that you could go on a run. Nice serve there by Furlan, handled by the Bisons. It's Kearly Abbott again, this time handled by Paco. Tile with the set. Far side to Anna Price, under the hands of the outstretched Casey Bujan of the Bisons.
1: And this is what I'm talking about, Jacob. I think they're going to go on a run here after that big uh, rally point win.
0: Ferlin back at the line. She's in her second year, originally from Calgary, Alberta. She played for the Canadian junior national team.
1: Yeah, a lot of junior national team members on this UBC Thunderbirds outfit, as well as one, uh, Kiara Hanley, who actually plays for the B team of the national senior uh, women's volleyball team here in Canada.
0: Furlin hit that one into the net. The ball is back in the hands of the Bisons. This is number eight, Allison Alcock, serving for them. Dug out nicely by Paco, set by Jontile. Again, handled by Paco as she was blocked at the net. This time it's Anna Price, who goes for a cross-court kill. Unsuccessful, hits off this side of her hand and actually doesn't cross the net.
1: Yeah, that was the result of um, I don't think they were expecting the block to come so effectively, and it was sort of misplayed. That was the best set that they could get, and not really able to get
0: a lot on it was price. Alcock back at the line. Paco, another good dig. Jantile set from her knees. Kira Van Rijk, Beautiful. back row attack. Passed l- pass the hands of the Bison. I love a backcourt hit. One of my favorite plays in volleyball, especially when it's done well. Stuller unable to get that one. Kira Van Rijk just so strong, both. Uh, up at the net and from backcourt presence.
1: Yeah, and I also really like the awareness of this team at the moment because they're noticing a lot of space in
0: middle backcourt, which uh, the Bisons are leaving open. Overset there by the Bisons. Joust to the net, but they're able to get it back. Here, John Teele. Great tip. Tries to tip it over, and I believe that was Gabby Atia at the net putting it down on the other side of the court, tying things up at 6-all here. Anna Price now at the line for the Thunderbirds. Price is in her third year. Um, she's originally from North Van. Nice set by her. Handled by the Bisons. That was Coswin getting it across. UBC able to handle it. Double touch. Double touch indeed. Uh, point awarded to the Thunderbirds on that play. I believe that was Habing who is called on the double touch on that play. Price back at the line. UBC taking their first lead of this game. set here for the Bisons and rejected at the net is Josie Abbott but out of bounds. Nice set there by number 17 Brittany Habing. Uh, The two Abbott sisters work really well together. We saw them before the game, Eric stretching and laughing together and they have a great dynamic on the floor that I think uh, positively influences the rest of the team.
1: Yeah definitely if you're able to have two very similar styled players on each side of your your hitting wings then that's really positive um, for the setter who can set both left and right with confidence, especially if they're two players that understand each other like the Abbott sisters.
0: The Thunderbirds blocked out the net there by Tori Studler. 8-7. The Bisons regain the lead. Things have been going back and forth right as I say it. Gabby Atia cross-court kill off the hands of, that was number nine, Jocelyn Coswin.
1: Another note on the Abbott sisters, uh, Kearly Abbott is having a great game
0: so far. She's got a um, perfect hitting percentage at this point in the game. Gabby Atia Nice serve across, handled by the libero. That time, that was Studler getting it across, and a bit of a misplay by UBC gives a free ball to the Bisons. That time, it was Studler double-blocked by Hanley and John Jontile John now with the set out wide to Van Rijk, who's double-blocked, and the ball lands just on the line. Point awarded to the Bisons.
1: There's a great bit of awareness earlier in that run of play by Van Rijk, who nearly stepped over the line but, um, when playing a ball very close to the net, but was able to realize where she was and not step over.
0: Hey being with the serve, Chantile again going to that far side, this time Van Rijk getting it past the hands of the double block attempt.
1: We've been seeing some great defense from the Bisons so far in this game, and that again pays off there
0: with that point. Studler a bit lucky, I think, on that kill. Missed it, but it actually found a seam on the other side, uh, dumping under the hands of Kira Van Rijk. Back to the line is Brittany Habing of the Bisons. Bison's holding a 10-8 lead here in the first set. It's been all it's
1: been all the part of their defense. They've been really able to figure out where these Van Rijk attacks are going. Although that one got down.
0: Beautiful backstab there by John Gave Give a wide open attack opportunity for Kira Hanley. Hanley also having a really good game early on in this one. At the line serving is John Thiele. Gives a Light, easy serve. We'll see what the Bisons can do with it. Nothing too strong. Paco sets a bump here for Ferlin, who's denied at the net. Nice double block there by both Studler and Coswin. A lot of big blocks,
1: um, as well as the digs I was mentioning earlier. That's another good component of defensive play, is able to get up both of your
0: players, both hands, for that block. We've seen Studler have a good performance so far earlier in this game. She's fifth-year player originally from uh, Gross Isle. She plays left side for the Bisons. That time... I believe that was Kiara Hanley hitting it wide outside the court. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a timeout here uh, pretty soon from the Thunderbridge. They're sort of losing it. 12-9 to 9 right now in favor of the Bisons. Head coach, coach Doug Reimer up and chirping at his team to get their heads in the game here. And that was a definite misplay. Jontile set far side. That was Ferlin. Gets it across. Now set by Habing. Habing, Studler. And Paco unable to handle that one. I think Doug Reimer's going over to the officials to indeed take a timeout, just as you said, Eric. Early lead here from the Bisons. Uh, distributed attack so far. We've seen them do a good job, I think, keeping the Thunderbirds off balance, not really being able to use, of course, their main weapon in Caravan Wright. Yeah, um, that's actually
1: UBC's um, fifth error on that last play there. Um which is very bad for uh, so early in this game. I think it's just the rust that um, Doug Reimer mentioned in his post-game interview yesterday, uh, showing through again. But um, that's a disappointing uh, outcome because
0: Reimer was hoping to see uh, his team shake off the rust in this one. Three blocks on the side of the Bison so far against the Thunderbirds. And UBC only hit uh, at 0.53 for their hitting percentage. They averaged close to, I believe, 230, I want to say, 240 even. uncharacteristic, still very early on this first set. Hopefully this timeout can help make some crucial adjustments and get themselves back in this first set. Now at the line for the Bisons is Coswin. The serve is handled by Paco. Back set by Jontile. Tile. Van right driving into the hands of Abbott. Habing hey and a nice dumb play there is Whistle Dead. Originally allowed to play on as it looked like Paco, I believe, got her hand under, but it did indeed touch the floor and ball back in the hands. Uh, that that of was Kossman. actually that was actually four touches. Four the, touches on the Ritz me. part. It's okay. Ooh, mishandled there by Paco. Looked like the serve was actually going long. Bit of a last-second uh, decision to try and handle the serve. It's an ace for Coswin. 15-19 right now. We're one point away from the technical. Yeah, and it couldn't come soon enough for UBC there. The first
1: timeout clearly didn't uh, shake off the rust that uh, Doug Rammer was hoping to achieve, and that one was overcooked.
0: Set there by John Tiley. Hanley, bit of a mishit. hit. Um, tipped off a
2: Bison player though, finger, so though. it will
0: be Thunderbridge point. 10 to 15, Van Reich at the service line, seeing if she can bring them back into this game, down five points here, 10 to 15. Got some substitutions. And talking to head coach Ken Bentley, who's in his 31st season for the Manitoba Bisons. That's incredibly impressive. Doug Reimer thought he was doing well with 21. Mm. Dug out here by the Bisons. Set for Alcock. Wow. Beautiful dig by John Jontile. Now it's Anna Price. She's blocked. And the ball comes back, hits her in the face. That'll bring the Bisons up to 16 here. UBC 10th.
1: That's a shame because that looked like a really really impressive dig off one of the more powerful looking hits I've seen this game an amazing piece of elevation from I believe it was Alcock. Yeah um, And obviously Alcock uh,
0: at Standing at six-one, one one of the taller players on this team For the Bison so far Keely Abbott doing work on the court. She has three kills so far As well as a service ace on the side of the uh, UBC Thunderbirds Kira Hanley before that last misplay, uh, having a very clean game, uh, three kills so far. Kira Van Rijk a bit, a bit shaky to start, uh, one error and just one kill early on. And Jontille has had some nice back sets and sets in general, but a lot of her teammates not being able to pick up where she's. Uh, setting plays for them.
1: Yeah, I think as a setter, um, one of the, when, when your team gets down, one of the things you start doing is overcooking your set. So you will set farther than where they need to be. You will set, you're supposed to set the ball to where the hitter is going to be, but if your team is going down and you're a little hesitant, a little nervous, you can often end up misplacing the ball, and that
0: could be one of the causes for concern here for this Thunderbirds team. The technical is coming to an end here, and the Manitoba Bisons back in possession of the ball. It is Tori Studler. Has two kills on the night for him, at the service line. Clean serve, cross handled by Van Rijk, but Van Reich, unable to bump it cleanly to her teammate, intended for Anna Price. Offer looked like it hit off her wrist a bit funny. Yeah, it probably was a wrist
1: or a hand. Um, when you miss where the bump is going, usually it shoots right ahead of you, like that did.
0: We mentioned, I mentioned briefly, Van Rijk, bit of a shaky start there. Misplay. play, Doug Reimer will sub her out, uh, give her a little breathing room. That was a service ace for Studler. Studler again, nice serve. Set for Jontile, a little bump attempt there. That was Kira Hanley. Ooh, miscommunication on the side of the Thunderbirds, but they're able to corral themselves. And this time, hard off the hands of number six, that's Siobhan Finan.
1: This is looking ugly, and it's—it really seems like it's a—it's a mental issue at this point. They're not
0: really in the game because this is not the Thunderbirds team that we've been seeing so far this season. 18 to 10 lead here so far for the Bison's starting to run away with things a bit, Eric. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think that the in the next set though they'll come back a little more like we know them, but
0: that was a good attempt there by Furland to do just that, and that was a carry, I think. Yeah, carry, whistles. Uh, oh, double, double touch, touch actually. Whistle, uh, double touch, I think. Yeah. Coming back into the game is, is number five, Victoria Behe. Subbed out is Shabon Feynman. Kiara Hanley at the line for Thunderbirds, trailing big here early, 11 to 18
1: in this first set. Errors continue to be a problem for this UBC team. They're now up to seven already in the first set, and that's
0: another one. That time, John Tilley unable to handle. That was Alcock with another nice kill for the Bisons. Errors really killed the men's team last night they they got upset against the bisons um because of the errors hitting percent they weren't too far off they were of course under their usual high mark but too
1: many errors another just error. can't win the game that was another that was a hitting error by um yeah newcomer in this game behe um it really seems like they're just a rust like it's it's a rust it's some sort of mental unpreparedness after the christmas break that's uh letting the UBC thunderbirds down
0: right here another timeout taken by Reimer, and this will put the current state of matters at a 22-11 uh, disadvantage for the Thunderbirds. If you look at the body language of Reimer, he seems very disappointed. He's
1: sort of saying, "You know, what do you want me to do?" Because this is definitely a mental aspect of this game that isn't going well. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some players that don't get a lot of time come onto the come onto the court for this um, the closing out of this last set, or this first set here.
0: That being said, I think it's important to get. Karavanarik back in the game. She's been sitting on the bench for the last few plays. Star of the show. She will remain on the bench for right now, it seems. But helping, she is a leader, and with, with her leadership skills on the court, she helps to improve all the other players. Coming out of the timeout, it is the one of the twins, Kearley Abbott, at the line uh, to serve for the Bisons. Just a note on those... Uh
1: now, I believe it's nine errors, or eight errors, rather, for uh, UBC. Three of those
0: have been service reception errors, which is something you just can't do at this level. Bit of a misplay there by the Thunderbirds, but they're able to corral it. Great block. Double block. And Gabby Atiyah is all pumped up from it. Her and Furlin teaming up to do to block and reject the Manitoba Bisons.
1: Yeah, and that's the kind of play that can turn around a set for you very easily. And we're going to see uh,
0: Gabriela Podolski check in. Jantile out here and at the service line is Liv Ferlin. 20 to 12, Thunderbirds find themselves trailing here. Furlin, clean serve, tipping the top of the net. Set here for Alcock, who's had a strong first set and point awarded to the Bisons. I believe there's a net violation. I do believe that's correct. Alcock now at the line, having a good game for herself so far. She is at three kills so far on the match. Nice dig there. That was by Behe. And Gabby a bit off time on her jump. Podolsky. Thunderbirds throwing it over. Podolsky getting over the net. Great save there. And Podolsky again. That was a set by Habing. And a little tip over. The point will be awarded to the Thunderbirds as... The net violation. Another net violation. Both teams having a bit of trouble right around the net. Like I said,
1: these are errors that it's common to make when you're coming back back from a break. Um, I remember when I played, they didn't let us stop. Uh, we, d- we didn't get days off for practices during the breaks, which uh, might have been helpful for the Thunderbirds.
0: A double block there by the Thunderbirds, which seemed to be easy enough to recuperate from, but there was miscommunication on the side of the Bisons. Dropped in. Thunderbirds will get the ball back, as that was Behe from the service line. You hate to see that as a coach if your team isn't covering. When a player goes
1: up for a hit, every other player on that team should be surrounding the player who's hitting, making sure that a block doesn't come back.
0: Josie Abbott with the ball here. Nice set by Liv Ferlin, but there's a ball handling violation. I believe it was a hold. Double touch, actually. Double touch.
3: 22-14,
0: to 14, Manitoba leading here. Josie Abbott of the Bisons at the service line. Kira Van Rijk and Podolski figuring out who needs to be where for the serve. Clean serve. And that nice. was Gabby Atia getting the ball across, but nice save there by Habing. She's been having a nice game so far. Great backcourt set. And Kira Van Rijk was handled by Casey Bujan. And Kira Van Rijk jousts at the net, overpowers the Bison player. Van Rijk should be careful there. That was almost a net violation. Podolsky, nice save by Furlin, and <laughs> it keeps going back and forth. We're seeing blocks and big kill attempts. Van Rijk drove it into the hands of Casey Bujan. This time nice. handled by Paco nicely. Thunderbird's starting to turn stuff around here, and <laughs> neither team wants to give up. Relentless attack, this time a dump attempt in, and oh. it is successful <laughs> by Kearly Abbott. Both teams are going back with hard kill attempts, and throwing off the timing a bit was Kearly Bujan, who decided to dump it in and find a seam.
1: Yeah, worth mentioning, though, is that every kill was, or every a kill attempt, rather, was heading directly into another player. They weren't able to find those open areas on the court on either side of the ball. Thunderbirds
0: lack of communication between Pacco and, <laughs> I believe that was Behe, but nevertheless, Kira Van Rijk doing what she always does, a little cross-court kill, getting them the point. Trying to fight their, find their way back into this game. They're still down 8. The Bisons are at 23. UBC just at 15. At the service line is Gabby Atia. Gets it across and handled by Bujan. Now, that was number nine, Coswin, who went for the kill but was blocked at the net. Point awarded to UBC. They had to play really clean volleyball here. The Bisons have been running a really interesting play as of
1: late that I've noticed where they've having, they're having middles run to the outside and take a hit as an outside hitter. It's not It's
0: very unorthodox, but it's been working well. Dump attempt there by the Bisons. This time, it was Podolsky going for the attack. Handled by the Bisons now. Wow. That was number 11, Tori Studler. Nice, strong kill. Finding open area in the back right of the court. 24 points. This could be set point here if Brittany Habing and the Bisons are able to convert. Paco, a bit of a mishandle, but collecting themselves are the Thunderbirds. Nice. Nice, strong kill for Kira Van Rijk off the hands of Josie Abbott.
1: And if you can't find a way to get into the open areas, you just need to load up
0: on power and hope that it flies off the hands into the stands like that did there. At the, at the service line is Podolsky. Thunderbirds still trailing 17 to 24.
1: That's gonna do it for this one. Unfortunate
0: end for the first set, Thunderbirds, Podolski hitting into her own net. Find themselves down 1-0 here after sweeping the Bisons cleanly uh, 3-0 last night. We mentioned they were close games the sets last night went uh i believe 20 yes 27 25 26 24 and then 25 23 all games worth noting finishing within two points of one another this game uh this first set clearly going to the bison's there yeah definitely i saw a
1: lot of defensive issues on the part of the thunderbirds and a lot of defensive success on the part of the bison's honestly Offensively, both, play, both teams had a lot of sloppy play. It wasn't the best uh, set of volleyball you've seen from an offensive standpoint, but the defense was the difference here as Bisons were able to have really solid bumps, really solid blocks
0: at the net, and the Thunderbirds had a lot of issues getting that. Manitoba Bisons, their hitting percentage is up near 300, currently at 294. Thunderbirds hitting just 0-5-1 so far through this first game. Uh, that's an unsustainably low hitting percentage, though, and that's
1: another thing worth considering is that that should come rise up to the season average of around
0: 250, um, and we should see that improve later in this game. Early blocking in the first set, it was all Bison's. You can see, trying to clean things up, though they do have two on the board now compared to the Bison's four. Taking a look around the league, we have uh, Winnipeg and Trinity Western about to get started. I believe it went 17-25, and it's still in the first set. Uh, Alberta Okanagan is currently 21 to 20 in favor of Alberta. We have Thompson Rivers down 16 to 21 against Mount Royal and Regina currently leading uh, two to one in set count against Saskatchewan. Head coach Doug Reimer trying to rally his team. Currently talking to Alessandro Gentile, a veteran leader on this team. It's interesting because Jantile is in her fifth year and Kira van Reich is just in her first, but Kira van Rijk clearly not only a huge presence in the stat book, but as a leader on this team. And I think the offense happens to work through both players, although they're at very different stages of their game.
1: Well, I mean, you know I like to give credit to the setters. I feel like setters never get enough credit. Um, but I, I definitely think that Jantile is having a bit of a rough game at the moment, and it is very easy to have errors that end up costing your team a lot if you're a setter because even the most minute uh, failing of the hand positioning when you're going to set a ball can cause the ball to go farther than you want or shorter than you want and positioning is crucial when you're a setter. However, I think that's something that can be fixed through just calming down, mentally resetting, getting back into the game
0: and focusing. Jontile, she's third right now in Canada West and assists per set 9.27. Uh, had her best game of the season against McEwen late November and like you said, coming back, it's break. Things, things get thrown off a bit, but I think this UBC Thunderbird team is very resilient, clearly shown by their first-place ranking. And although they're down one set to none here, I think they're going to find their way back into this game. Players smiling. Gabby Tia happens to be one of the players always trying to rally her team, if not Kira Van Rijk. And I think they're going to come back out in the second set. Doug Reimer knows how to calm them down and give instill confidence in them. And I think they'll have a solid second set. It'll probably go along with the Bisons because they're hot right now, but able to get themselves back in the game is my prediction. Yeah,
1: well, like you said, Jantile is one of the best setters in the league. I don't think she's going to – and that's a great one there. I don't think that her sets are going to stay bad for the rest of the game, and that was a really nice one from Tile. Set.
0: Beautiful set. Uh, Kira Van Rijk credited with the kill. Double block attempt by the Bisons, but kicked out of bounds. Gabby Tia now at the line. Thunderbirds 1-0 early lead here in the second. That one handled by Bujan. A long bump set back and a back row attempt. A bit of a free ball for the Thunderbirds. Josie Abbott doing a good job collecting it for the Bisons. At the net, Bisons looking a bit more unprepared. A bit like the (laughs) Thunderbirds were in the mid part of the first set. Hitting it into their own net there. Yeah, and that's another thing that's easy to do coming out of a long uh,
1: first set break. Um, something I noticed, uh, UBC were, used used one of the unorthodox plays that I saw the Bison's use in the first half, or in the first set rather, with um, middle uh,
0: Kira Hanley taking a hit from the outside. Set there, that was for Tori Studler, handled by the Thunderbirds, and a price, a bit of a over. That was beautiful. Bit of a over set, but it worked beautifully as was like it was Van Wright
1: Yeah, Van Rijk with just uh, poking it over because the set wasn't perfect, but. Van Rijk recognizing that, able to just slide it in.
0: Yeah, finger-tipped it right over. Yeah. Gabby Atia with the serve, handled, and back set by Habing. Hey that was a great hit. That was Kierley Abbott with that nice hit, leader for this Bison team.
1: Yeah, and Kearly Abbott's having a great game. That's already her fifth
0: kill, and she has an 800 hitting percentage. At the line for the Bisons is Koswin. Handled by Anna Price. John Teeley set to Kira Van Rijk. Got fingers on it were the Bisons and they're able to handle the ball. Furlan, a bit of an overset, John Teeley collecting it for the Thunderbirds and getting over. Nice dig there. That was Van Rijk. Back row attack by Furlan, but blocked by the Bisons up at the net. Yeah, and
1: if they, they did have a dig attempt there and if they had been a little quicker on their feet they might have had a chance
0: to recover, but that was just too good of a block, I think, by the Bison. Cost that was cost credited with the block. Nice job for her. She's at the service line again. That Paco a bit of an overset again. John Thiele doing a nice job picking up her teammate. Paco with the dig. John Thiele with the set here for Kira Van Rijk. Another oh. great set. She's been much better in this second set. Finds a hole past the outstretched hand of Josie Abbott. She also did really well
1: on that uh, misplay of the serve by um, the Libero Patco, able to just tip it over and have it not hit the official, which would have been a point to the license.
0: Set back set by Habing. Easy free ball for the Thunderbirds. Patco. It's a back row attack for Furland, Hard off the hands of Habing. Good job by Furlan there. She was rejected on the last play, making up for it there, getting past the hands of the Bisons. Early 5-2 lead here for the Thunderbirds, uh, collecting themselves after that first set, but will force the Bisons to take an early timeout.
1: And the hitting percentages are coming a little bit back to where we expected them to be now. Uh, UBC's has risen up to uh, .130, um, while Manitoba's is down to one ninety, which is about where we... It's not really where we expect the Thunderbirds to be, it's where we expect the Bisons to be, but obviously, with that really horrible uh, first set in, in terms of offense for the Thunderbirds, uh, it'll take a little bit of time for them to come back to their uh,
0: 230-ish season average. Yeah, they they average 237 in hitting percentage, and they lead. that's good enough to lead the league, as well as leading the league in kills at 682, and points, as well as assists. John Teeley being a crucial part of that. Her and Van Rijk, uh, really great connection. When, when they're able to team up with those back sets, I think, especially.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I love a backcourt set. I love a backcourt hit. I love offense coming from an orthodox place on the volleyball team, and the
0: Thunderbirds excel at that. A bit of a miss hit there as she laughs at herself. That was Allison Alcock of the Bisons, but able to find a hole in the Thunderbird defense. Sometimes a miss hit is more effective than an
1: intentional hit because um, – you can read the body language of a hitter and expect where the ball is going to go, but if it's mishit, then you sort of end up out of position and aren't able to
0: really deal with it properly. Studler at the line, well off, uh, to the far side of the court, side out for the Thunderbirds. That's the first time that the thun- that the Bisons have, hit, have, have served the ball out of bounds this entire game. Yeah, that was their first service error. Thunderbirds only had two so far. Jarvan Wright getting the ball over, and Josie wow. Abbott had a bit of down had a bit of curve that led it to go downward at the very end. Yeah, uh, and it, al- for her.
1: it also bounced off the fists of the receiver, which I believe was Josie Abbott. Um, and uh, as a result, shot out, not
0: able to get good elevation on the reception. Another serve for Van Rijk. That was bit interesting. It looked like they were going to go up for a joust at the net and then carry.
1: Yeah, so what I, what happened there was that the set ended up being a one-handed set and was more of a carry, honestly, than just hitting the
0: ball. Um, Point awarded to Thunderbirds. 8-3 lead early on. Kira Van Rijk, trying to bring her team back. Wow, standing serve. Momentum. And it's it has that downward curve at the end that's throwing off the Bisons right now. It's not coming over particularly hard, but the but the Bisons really unable to read uh, the serves coming in right now from Kira Van That was an ace again. That time hitting, I believe that was the antenna. Point awarded to the Bisons. Nine to four here. The Thunderbirds have been definitely better in the second
1: set, but I still feel like there's a lot of room for improvement. Obviously, the service is one area where they could do that. Service reception has been much better. They had a really bad number of service errors, service reception errors in the first set that have
0: been mostly eliminated now. Good bump there by Paco, allowing John to give a nice set. A double block recovered by John and now it's an attempted back row kill by Furlan set here by Habing. That's Josie Abbott mm. getting a pass the outstretched hands of Kira van Rijk, giving the Bisons the point. Reimer looking like he's
1: close to making a substitution here, uh, fiercely scribbling away at his notebook. We'll see what happens.
0: Handled well by, not actually that well by Paco, <laughs> it went up to the middle of the net, caused a bit of a joust. Here by Habing, it's a set. Double touch? Double, yeah, double, double touch. touch called against the Bisons on Habing. Point awarded to the Thunderbirds. It would be Kiara Hanley at the line.
1: Looked like she had one of her arms higher than the other on the bump, which allowed for the double touch to occur.
0: Here the play is across handled by the Thunderbirds. And that was Anna Price recollecting after her shot was blocked free ball over to the Bisons. Set here by Habing. Another double-touch called against her. She needs to be careful. It's causing her team some points.
1: Yeah, and clearly the coach, Ken Bentley, not happy with the double-touches. Um, that's To do it once every now and again, is, it's, it's acceptable. But having two in the same set generally means a bit of unpreparedness mentally. And there's actually a discussion with the referee
0: here uh, with Brittany Habing. I think he's more upset about the calls that the officials are making on her double-touches.
1: And there's going to be a yellow card shown to um, Habing. Or sorry, that was the, to the coach, Ken Menley, actually.
0: I think. Yeah, he's definitely getting frustrated more with the officials, I think, than his own player. Um, Bing called. wasn't super obvious, but it did look like a double touch. But, of course, if you're the head coach, your emotions get in the way. He's been in this long enough to know that you just can't do that or else he's lucky he just didn't get a red card. Well, the first one was definitely a double touch. Obviously, there's a little bit of gray area on the second. Serve handled by the Bisons and nice dig by John Thiele, keeping it alive for the Thunderbirds. Say here, back row attempt by Josie Abbott. Nice block by the Thunderbirds. And great recovery by the Bisons as well. Kierley Abbott hitting it way out. <laughs> Kieran Van Rijk flying into the stands. Free ball over. Incredible job. And oh. ending, ending the bit of the run there. That was actually Liv Ferlin, excuse me.
1: You always want to see after a huge uh, dig in an improbable place
0: by the team, you want to see that team come back and win the point, but it wasn't to be in this one. To those tuning in at CITR, Liv Furlan literally tumbled into the foam uh, pads on the side of the court and was able to keep the ball in play. Serve here by the Bisons. Handled, but a bit of a misplay as Gabby Atia was off-timed on her jump. Set by Tila here set. for Ferlin, Great job. Off the hands of the Bisons. 12-6 lead here for the Thunderbirds. Liv Furlan is at the line now. She's had a nice second set. She has two kills on the night. Set by Habing. Wow. And that was a strong kill attempt there by Coswin. UBC able to handle it. Free ball across to the Bisons. I'm really liking that play with the... And there it is again, although it didn't stay in bounds that time. They got lucky there. Coswin Big, big force on the court at
1: six foot one. Missed that kill attempt. That that curving outside run to have the middle take a sit from uh, take a hit from the outside hitter position is really impressive. I haven't really seen anything like that before, but it's been very effective for Kosswin as well as the other middle, Allison Alcock in this one.
0: The Bison's forced to take a timeout as they find themselves down seven points here in, in the second set. The adjustments on the part of the Thunderbirds, I think, it's just cleaning up a lot of those small errors during the play. They're able to handle the serves a lot better, which we talked about. I think it's also the better sets, which we saw Reimer specifically talking to John Teeley about.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it was nerves, or maybe not nerves, but rust, uh, mental unpreparedness. Obviously, they were expecting to have an easier time with the Bisons yesterday than they did, even though they won in three sets. It was three sets that shouldn't have been as close as they were, and that may have had an effect on them, although it looks like they've recovered
0: now. Van Rijk of the Thunderbirds up to six kills for her team high on the night and Kearley Abbott at four kills as well as Allison Alcock both leading their teams for the night and actually UBC have not had
1: a um, a service um, ace yet surprisingly not a single player on the team Van uh, Wright credited with two on our scoreboard now but that's actually an error on the the scoreboard's part uh, there's been three from Manitoba though um, and service errors two to one for the
0: Thunderbirds. I, I actually believe Van Reich did have a few aces okay. early on. She went on the bit of the run there.
1: Yeah, earlier. yeah, sorry. But no no service aces that uh, just straight to the ground uh, with those
0: lets. Or leaves rather. That was a nice serve by Liv Ferlin. Bison's handling it wow well, Tia driving across court hard off the hands of Kearly Abbott. Great play. Both teams really putting in a lot of high-intensity high, high intensity effort on that last play. Doug Reimer seems to be enjoying that play that we saw the Bisons execute. Um, he's
1: now having his own middles run to the outside with a curving right um, pattern, to, and that's going to be four touches. Um, ah. Reimer <laughs> stealing the play of the Bisons coach, with having his middles take hits from the outside wing positions.
0: Well, why not? He says, look, yeah. we can do it too. Yeah. We'll show you. And now they're, they're, <laughs> they're used to how UBC was playing beforehand, but... Throwing off the Bisons is, is UBC. They're just copycatting their own game as they're one point short of the technical now. 15-6, to 6, Liv Furlan back at the line.
1: Yeah, why not have the middles take those hits? The Thunderbirds have some excellent middles in Kira Hanley and Gabby
0: Atia. Service error there by Liv Furlan. Still just a bit too far. It will be Josie Abbott of the Bisons at the service line. Gets the ball across, handled by Anna Price. Set by John Teeley. And a bit of a mess under the net as we had three or four Bisons pancaking themselves on the ground. Unable to get the ball back across the net and that will bring us to our technical. 16 to seven here in the second set. Big difference from the first. I I want to say the Thunderbirds were down five points when we went into the technical last time. And, And like you said, it's just Reimer helping his team. Such a great coach. Um, been a U-Sports champion, and he knows how to adapt in-game. So when he saw his team faltering earlier on in the first, change the game plan, and and it's been very effective for them so far.
1: Yeah, shaking things up again with that outside outside play from the middles. um, It's also worth noting that, as you said earlier, the little things that they were doing wrong in the first set, they have started doing right. They aren't making the same amount of errors. They're having better contact on their sets, on their digs, Everything is cleaned up, everything is going where they want it to go.
0: Hitting percent has drastically improved, originally 0.51 after the first set, up to 161 now for the Thunderbirds, and the opposite has happened for Manitoba. They've been thrown off by UBC's new approach uh, to the game, and what was close to a 300, I wanted to say it was 294 at one point, now down to 189 on hit percentage. Coming out of the technical, Thunderbirds looking to steamroll away here in the second set. Anna Price is back at the line for the Thunderbirds.
1: Yeah, and a big margin of victory in the second set would erase any uh, negative emotions that the Thunderbirds might have had coming out of that first set. It would be um, a great opportunity for them to turn the tide of this game and maybe come back
0: and win it after being down one set. Behe subbed in for Price, so she's actually at the line now. Behe serve across, bit of a miss bump, and I believe there's a bottom of the net touch. Oh wow. No, it was a carry. No, double touch. Oh, Double touch. Manitoba really struggling with some errors on the play. We saw a few double touches earlier by Brittany Habing. And they're just really going to need to clean up their game. That was a service error by Victoria Behe. Side out for Bisons. In, now it is Brittany Habing at the line. 17-8 to 8 in favor of the Thunderbirds. Behe able to just get it to Jontile. Nice. A nice little put down there by Gabby Atia. The Bison's tried to sneak it across the net, able to use her size and net presence.
1: That was some great vision from Atia. Noticed a gaping hole in that front court left side for the Bison's and just put it into the open space where nobody was able to defend it.
0: Gets it across and it's handled. That was nice. Jocelyn Coswin who was rejected by the Thunderbirds, great job. Gabby Atia now at the line to serve again. 19 to eight, Thunderbirds running away with the second set here. That one mishandled by Coswin into the net and off the antenna. 20 to eight. That's an ace for Atia. Atia, I think, is actually third in the league right now for aces. Uh,
1: no, that's actually not. Oh, uh, our aces overall.
0: I can I can check that for you. Here she is back at the line. Or hitting percentage, excuse me.
1: Hitting percentage. Ah, yes. Uh, She would be third in the league in hitting percentage. That's correct.
0: Set there by Habing to Kos when they were partially blocked at the net. Manitoba recovering here. It's going to be a free ball across for the Thunderbirds. But there's miscommunication between Hanley and the recently subbed in Behe. It looked
1: like they were expecting the free ball to come over a little deeper than it did. Um, it, it came off a little, just a little strangely off the angle of the forearms of the
0: Bison's player and uh, dropped in the front court. Served there by Coswin, handled by the Thunderbirds. Kira van Rijk. Great hit. Strong cross-court kill off the hands of Coswin. They're up 21 now. Fall back in the hands of the Thunderbirds and it will be Danae Shepard, who's now in the game at the service line. 12 point lead for the for the Thunderbirds. That's their largest of the game. The largest lead of the game, period, actually. Handled by Bujin. And rejected at the net was Kearley Abbott. Good recovery. Tries again to get it over, but sending that dump just or that bump rather over the net just wide of the line. Point awarded to the Thunderbirds. Kearley is now being subbed out. It will be Laura Hill into the game for the Bisons.
1: This is the first we've seen of Laura Hill in this one. We'll see how she does.
0: Danae Shepard at the line for the Thunderbirds. Handled by Bujin. Habing with the bump set. Danae Shepard, who's recently subbed in, unable to handle that kill off of her hands. Yeah, you could see in her reaction, it looked like she just missed it on her forearm,
1: pointing to her upper arms, which is where the ball bounced off of. Paco in the game for
0: Shepard now. Good job there by Atiya. There it Atia. is. Yeah, the stolen play. I'm liking it. Atia did a nice job there off the off the serve though, handling, handling and giving. She actually almost set to a set. She gave a pass and then it was able. Yeah. Uh, we'll give and go. Yeah. Ben Reich at the line for the Thunderbirds. They're at 23 to just 10 on the side of the Bisons. That was Alcock getting it across. Ball here for Behe. That one handled by Finley. And that was seven, Laura, Laura Laura Hill hitting into her own net. Yeah, it looked like she sort of hit it uh,
1: lower in the arc than when she meant to, causing it to be driven into the lower part of the net rather than flying over with
0: an upwards arc. Kira Van Rijk set points here. That one, last second decision, it seemed like, by Josie Abbott to handle the ball. Kira Van Rijk doing a good job. Handling the ball from Josie Abbott, and it'll be Josie Abbott again. But this time, Kira Van (laughs) Rijk almost made a spectacular play, getting a one-handed flying swing on the ball, but it made contact with the ceiling. I think it would have just made it otherwise. It
1: definitely would have made it over if not for the ceiling of War Memorial Gym, which is actually pretty high by volleyball standards.
0: T-Birds with set points still, 24-11. Kira van Reich set here for Behe. Behe, good drive, and it'll be into the stands. That's off the hands of number three, Laura Finley. Thunderbirds, tying things up in decisive manner here, 25 to 11.
1: This is the Thunderbirds team that I was expecting to see when I first came to War Memorial Gym tonight. They've been much better. They've been executing on everything that they were failing to do in the first set. The little mistakes have been greatly improved on. Another thing to notice is that The hits have been finding open space more often than not rather than just bouncing off of the players directly where
0: they were ready to uh, receive the hit. Manitoba showed UBC uh, that they could win. The first set they took it 25 to 17, but flipping the scales were the Thunderbirds. Big change of pace. In the first set, UBC was hitting, as I mentioned, just 0-5-1. Second set, 4-17 hitting percentage. That's, That's astronomical, it's crazy. And then on the other end, Manitoba started hitting 235, which is pretty good, just above average. Then as low as 033 here in the second set. Big change of pace. Uh, and hitting percent has completely flip-flopped as well. Digs on both teams, upper 20s. And Kirly Abbott, who has started out really strong, she still has five kills on the night. Hitting percentage has fallen, though, down to 250. And on the opposite side, Kira Van Rijk, up to seven kills on the night now, hitting 375. Kira Hanley also having a nice night for the birds with four kills. Van Rijk on top of her seven kills, five digs. She's an all-around player. We saw her just trying to make that spectacular save of a play. Um, I, I like what I've been seeing as far as drive to win from the Thunderbirds. We saw that crazy play by Liv Furling crashing into the foam pads earlier, and Kira Van Rijk uh, throwing her body into the air to try and save it. Yeah, and that's a big turnaround from the first set
1: uh, where we saw the Bison's honestly playing with a bit more purpose. Um, The Thunderbirds in this second set have recovered. They feel better about their play. They feel better about the small aspects of their game that they're doing right. Um, And um, just the hitting percentage is the main thing because they they had a lot of trouble in that first set getting the hits down, getting the hits away into the open spaces where they're The players weren't easily able to receive them. I think that's been the big uh, help, as as well as the defensive improvements that you mentioned, Jacob.
0: And as well as having a great starting lineup, what I've seen from the Thunderbirds is the players who have come off the bench, although not as successful as the starters, have been a heck of a lot more successful than those from the
2: Bisons.
1: Yeah, definitely. We saw Danae Shepard, obviously that one mistake, but had a pretty solid outing in that second set. We saw some really good play, honestly, from Victoria Behe off the bench. She's been probably their best uh, bench player in this one. Podolsky had a decent showing in the first set. Um, Whereas if you look at the players coming off the bench for the Bisons, um, honestly a disappointing outing from Laura Hill. Um, We haven't really seen a lot of them other than Laura Hill in this one. They've been
0: mostly sticking with their starters, but maybe that's why. I think depth is what it comes down to as well. UBC, a championship caliber team, so deep and with a lot of veteran leaders on this team, as well as, of course, great young talent, uh, players like Kira van Rijk and Liv Ferlin. Liv Ferlin, just second year, but she already has won a championship with UBC. So whether, whether the players are are on the younger side, like Ferlin and uh, and van Rijk, or whether they're the season vets, like John Thiele, everyone's been able to contribute a bit to Keep the season going well, and they're they're sitting in top of the league solo by themselves now.
1: Yeah, although granted that is a bye week from Calgary, who are the other really strong team in this conference. Um, and if we're being honest, a very likely final matchup in the Canada West season would be Calgary versus UBC. But UBC have been very impressive. They've honestly earlier in the season I noticed that they had they lacked a little bit of killer instinct, which is what I thought was going to be the narrative in this one if the Bisons were able to take it. But this is the killer instinct see- that we're seeing now that I think the, the UBC have been lacking for so long. They had a really tough time against the Dinos when they played them earlier in the season because they weren't able to you know, execute when they were down. They weren't able to come back from it. They went down early to the other top team in the league and could never really recover it from it. Here against the Lester team, honestly, but they are showing killer instinct. They're showing resilience. They're showing that sort of championship like elite Drive. mentality that you don't really see in these lower tier teams or lower lower in the league
0: teams like Manitoba. Manitoba' big story for them tonight has been Costwin, who's actually coming off the court right now. Last night she put up eight kills. Tonight, she is not having her best game. She actually has a negative 0.5 hitting percentage. Uh, with four errors and not a single kill to her credit.
1: Yeah, and that's important if you're going to be running this play that uh, Ken Bentley likes to run of having the outs of having the middle hitters run outside routes and hit as if they were uh, left side or right side hitters. Um, you can't have your middles be making mistakes like that if you're going to run that play.
0: And the third set underway here now. There is UBC. Nice job by Furling, keeping it alive for the Thunderbirds. Double block attempt slows down the kill. And Kira Van Rijk that time dumping it over. Handled by Habing. Set by Bujan. And that was Kierley Abbott. Handled by the Thunderbirds. Now it's Anna Price. Hard off the hands of Habing. Great job on Nice Dig. Two players dive to the ground. And an attempted back hit. uh, Cross court there by John Thiele. Not successful. Hit her own net and fell back onto her own side. Yeah, it
1: looked like she didn't just know where she was. Uh, She tipped it over her shoulder. I think expecting to be facing uh with her back facing the net but her back was actually facing the uh, benches here and uh,
0: it ended up staying on their own side of the court now at the service line for the bisons is number 11 tori studler that time handled just enough by anna price to keep the ball alive free ball for the bisons and that was Kearley abbott putting it where no one else on the court was finding a nice seam between Paco and Price.
1: Yeah, not a lot you can do. Miscommunication leading to a free ball, and the free ball was executed to perfection by the Bisons.
0: It was also a nice serve, though. Anna Price able to corral it. I think that caused a bit of the issue as she was barely able to handle the ball. Another good serve. This time, John Tile giving it a little boost to get over the net. Joust. Nice. Rather, no one else <laughs> was really going up. It yeah, was just I expected Gabby the Tia. Joust.
2: I
1: expected the Joust, but... There was only one player in the joust and that was Atia who was able to
0: put it back down with authority. She's six one. Yeah. Unless unless you're uh, one of the middles there, the one of the s- win or someone else on the other team, it's gonna be difficult. Unfortunately, Gabby Atia hitting that one into her own net, service error. Manitoba early lead here, three one in the third set. Set scores are tied up at one to one. Thank you if you're tuning in from Canada West or CITR one oh one point nine. We are currently watching and or listening to the UBC women's volleyball take on the Manitoba Bisons. Right there we saw a nice strong kill by Kira Van Rijk side out back in the hands of the Thunderbirds. This will be John Tele from the service line.
1: Yeah, and another big improvement has been in kills. Um, UBC are getting more of their points off of kills in this third set and in that second set as well. Um, They now actually lead in kills 22-14
0: in this one. And double block against Alcock. Good job by the Thunderbirds here. Lots of time to set for Kira Van Rijk. He puts it just in the the back. Yeah, exactly. Right at the back of the court there. Great set by John Teele.
1: Great set and great hit as well. Um, Something that was an issue earlier in this game for the UBC Thunderbirds was hitting accuracy, but that was exactly where she wanted it to go.
0: Jantile with the serve. Handled a bit too hard there by Bujan.
1: Almost a net violation. The, the Bison should be careful because they had a lot of those issues in the second set as well.
0: Ferlin doing a nice job hitting it into the double block. However, the the ball was kicked uh, hit out of bounds. Point awarded to the Thunderbirds. It's Alessandra Jantile back at the line. Gets it over and handled by Josie Abbott. Habing with the set, and she's called for another double touch. That Habing again. Wow. She's having a rough one out here. Coach opting not to sub her, but he's right <laughs> He's right on the court line. He almost looks like another player out there. He's <laughs> so close. <laughs> Ken Bentley obviously not happy with some of these calls. Set by Habing, and off-time jump there by Alcock, but able to get it over the Thunderbirds. Kara Hanley doing the best she can to dump it in twice. Dug out nicely by the Bisons. Free ball over to the Thunderbirds. Paco with the original dig and a strong kill there by Liv Ferlin on the near side. Going cross court off the hands of the Bisons. Great hit there
1: from Furlan. Um, actually, her fourth kill of the game now, um, which brings her up tied for second on the team. Obviously, Van Reich, the, the star of the show here with uh, nine kills on this one.
0: Bit of a lob serve over by John Thiele. There's that projected at the again. net. We and try to do that bit of a wheel play.
1: Yeah, that's the, the one I've been excited about all night because I've never seen it before. The game is changing in front of my eyes, Jacob. <laughs> but that was, again, Coswin, and the difference has been when, when Alcock goes for that play, she's been able to execute it and get the ball down. When they have Coswin run the play, it hasn't been as successful. I think they need to get balls to
0: Coswin through the middle of the court where she's more comfortable. Alcock at the line now. Handled by Paco. Jantile, lots of time for his set and Kira Van Rijk barely getting it over, but there's miscommunication on the side of the Bisons. That's
1: another one of those times when the miss hit is more dangerous than the hit because you don't expect it to go where the body language of the
0: attacker makes you assume it'll go. At the service line is number three, Kira Van Ryk. Bit of a dump here by Haibing hey handled nicely by Kira Van Rijk. Hey Bing, with the set there, that is Kearley Abbott set by Great John set.
1: That was a beautiful set. That's what I like to call or what we like to call in uh, my high school volleyball career a fastball where you don't really set it upwards you set it to stay in place and as a result the middle hitter is able to come down on it rather than hitting across. It's a straight downward direction and that's really helpful um, if you're a big tall uh, middle player.
0: Yeah, Kiara Hanley I think and John Teele had that uh, worked out ahead of time. Kira Hanley was already in there by the time that set was coming, and yeah. it was an easy kill for her.
1: My my center uh, was a a very large man called David Ojabo, <laughs> who was able to. He actually plays um he actually plays basketball in high school, um, in the in the college um, hunt uh, might be getting a scholarship from a big school, but he was a very large man and he was a very athletic man and he was able to jump very high. So. I ran that similar play with him where I wouldn't set the ball really upwards. I would set it to sort of stay in place at about his chest height. So when he was able to get his whole chest up above just the net. drive it straight down. Straight down. Just like we saw there from Hanley and
0: um, uh, Gentile. Van Rijk back at the line after the timeout from the Bisons. That was just a standing s- I'm, I'm not, not really, really sure, it sure came what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was a really interesting service reception.
1: Uh, she had her arms out for the bump as you normally do, but she sort of sh- swung them right, I which think you don't really want to be doing. off guard a bit. Yeah. 9-4, UBC with the, another early lead here. We've seen Van Rijk opt for the standing serve a couple of times in this game, and it's been really difficult for the bisons to handle.
0: That time, Whoa. that was a great job by Coswin. Very impressive from Jantile to absorb
1: that, though. That came at her hard, and she was able to actually get it into a good position for Unfor- the center.
0: <laughs> and Unfortunately for Cosman the one time it actually ends up working out for her, like you said, Jantile doing such god, such a good job able to handle the ball, and then UBC Thunderbird is able to get the kill on the other side.
1: I think they need to start setting it in the middle for Cosman The The outside play has been working really well for um, Alcock, Alcock, the other center, but for Coswin I think she needs to be hitting it from the center.
0: They're doing it again. There she that is. it works out. There we go. That time, Paco, I was surprised why she didn't try and pancake the ball. Maybe she thought there wasn't a touch on her side originally. That, that's probably what happened, yeah. Josie Abbott at the line for the Bisons. Paco handles it. Set by Jontile. That one's for Furlin. Hard off the set. hands. Let's see what they can do. It stays alive, but <laughs> into the foam pads and the crowd. That was Habing trying to make a miraculous save. Somewhat similar to what we saw Liv Ferland do earlier.
1: There was another element of deception in the body language there of the set because um, the setter made it seem as though that it was going to go forward over to where
0: Anna Price was standing, but instead set it over her own head. Kira Hanley with the serve here. Habing, long set across. That was for Laura Finley. And Kira Van Reich, back row attack. I love that back row attack. I love it. Hot off the hands of Josie Abbott. Went over the net, but out of bounds.
1: Another impressive showing. They're already up by, um, I believe that's seven points. It's 12 to five
0: now. Yes, for the Thunderbirds. Ben Reich up to ten kills on the night. Kira Hanley served that last ball. That's Finley, but it's handled by the Thunderbirds. And Anna Price at the far side of the court getting it over. Habing hey with a bit of a crouch set. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. Gets it over to Finley. This one oh. not able to be handled by the Thunderbirds.
1: Yeah, when the first touch um, off of an attack coming over the other way goes backwards, that's almost always a death knell for the point because
0: it's really hard to recover if the first touch goes backwards. Thunderbirds just played a bit of pinball there at the end. No one able to really get the ball much too high in the air. And that's a service ace from Josie, from Having rather.
1: You just wonder. It's, uh, we're in the third set here um, with a minimum of one more set to play, possibly two. Um, do you think that Van Reich will be able to eclipse her
0: 15-point performance from yesterday? Because she's been excellent so far in the second and third sets. Blocked at the net of the Thunderbirds. Manitoba clawing their way back into this one, Eric. Yeah,
1: um, off of the serves as well. And this was an issue we saw only in the first set for the Thunderbirds is the service reception
0: hasn't been great. Anna Price able to handle that one. Bump set by John Teeley and Liv Ferlin. Hits it hard and the block is ineffective from the Bisons point awarded to the thunderbirds. Furlan now will go to the line. Yeah, and they'll want a big
1: run from the service here um, so they can reset from a receptive uh, perspective. Furlin already
0: with four aces in this game. She's had a great performance from the line. Double block there. That was Gaviatia and Alessandra Giuntile. Gaviatia is a big presence as we earlier mentioned. She's 6 foot 1 up at that net. It's hard to get it past her hands.
1: Yeah, definitely a good blocker and a good middle attack as well going through Atia, Great but low angle serve.
0: And a net violation? Yep. Yeah. Net violation called against the Bisons. The point awarded to the Thunderbirds. Berlin, great job. That was a service ace.
1: That's a great set again, or a serve again from Furlan. She has that low angle serve that no one else on the Thunderbirds team can really pull off and it's really impressive when it works.
0: Right off the antenna from Price. And a Price going up with the kill there. Nice set by John Teele. he got a little over ambitious. Mm-hmm. And Price will come out now for Behe. So Hit her hand the into the net. Side out to the Bisons. UBC at 15 here, just one point away from the technical. It is Coswin at the line trying to pull the Bisons back into this one. Nice easy serve to handle for the Thunderbirds. Beehee doing a great job driving it through the hands of the Bisons and the ball will fall. Technical timeout now as the Thunderbirds have reached 16 here in the third. Current score of 16 to nine, Set, set count is one to one. Thunderbirds started off a bit rusty, a bit I think unprepared and really pulled themselves together strong in the second when they put up 25 points compared to just Manitoba's 11. Uh, Here again, having a really strong performance. Manitoba currently at nine, seeing what they can do coming out of this technical. The, the, The Bisons
1: really need to be working on reducing their attack errors. They have 12 attack errors so far in this one, which is, and most of those have been through the second and third sets. They didn't really have very many attack errors in the first. Um, Actually, they're up to 13 now after that last play to send us into the technical. Um, Only nine attack errors for UBC. Still not a great number, but certainly better
0: than 13. Head coach Ken Bentley of the Bisons trying to instill some confidence in his team and possibly work out some new plays as UBC has really figured out their game plan to combat what the Bisons brought to this game. Uh, That bit of what we've, I think, dubbed the kind of around...
1: What, what did you call it earlier? I, I don't know what I called it. You called it a wheel play.
0: A I don't wheel know. If play. It's because <laughs> there's
1: a wheel play in baseball that's kind of similar. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. They're having the... Not only is the middle um, running to the right, but she's running back, whereas that you want, usually want your center as close to the net as possible. But they're having them run back, out around, in sort of like a hook motion, like a fish hook, and coming back in and attacking as if they
0: were the outside hitter rather than the center. he, that one not handled probably by... It was the Abbott. Oh. And it actually almost hit the head coach, Ken Bentley, who didn't really get out of the way all that well.
1: Yeah, sort of made it harder for his um, for his defender
0: there to get it back over because he was sort of standing right where the ball was about to land. Unable to get it back over the net. Point awarded to the Thunderbirds. Behe serving again. Mishandle there by Bujan. Great what a recovery. great kill attempt there. That was Finley. Now back at the other end, Kieran like finding some open ground, and there's that accuracy that she's been having trouble
1: finding in this one, but she just puts it out of reach of the thunder of the Bison defender. Rather,
0: great attempt there by Casey Bujan, though laying yeah. herself out, diving across the floor. Serve here just wide from Victoria Behe, side out for the Manitoba Bisons. It will be Finley who just had that really strong kill attempt. Yeah. Now at the service line, we'll see if her. Serves are as strong as her kill attempts. Not quite. Good angle though. Attempt to dump there by John Teeley, handled by Josie Abbott. Free ball over for the Thunderbirds. Set by John Teeley. Missed time, Kira van Rijk able to get it over. It was less of a timing issue and more of a height issue on that set and way too much on that one. <laughs> that was, I believe that was Kierly Abbott on that one. post sisters on the floor.
1: One thing about a backcourt hit is that because you're farther away from the net, you have less room for error in terms of height. So you have to make sure that you get uh, distance on it, and
0: sometimes you get too much. That one handled by the Bisons. Again,
3: yeah, too much on Chelsea these hits.
0: Abbott. Actually, Victoria Behe went for that one. Oh, really? Yeah, point to point goes to the Bison. I think Victoria Behe just clipped it by accident. Oh. It may have also got a finger at the uh, front of the net. From one of the UBC blockers. This one handled by Behe, but not too well. Joust at the net. Ball doesn't quite stay alive. Paco trying to get her hand under it. Unsuccessful. Looked like all of the Thunderbird players sort of made the same motion forwards towards the net
1: when the joust happened because they were unsure where it was going to end up and it ended up behind all of them.
0: It was one of those balls that just lands perfectly in the middle of the net, and you don't really know yeah. what's going to happen depending yeah, on you, who goes up
1: for it. Yeah, and your first instinct, if you're watching the joust and not taking part in it, is to move close because you expect it to drop straight down, which is what it often does. But if it ends up coming out back towards the, um, the, the line in the middle of the court, then you don't really have a chance to play it because you've already moved forward. And there's that wheel play again, as you called it, and that was um, Alcock, Alcock able to execute it to perfection. She's
0: been great from the outside um, with that play running. We also have number nine in the game now, Coswin. Uh, She's been better from the middle. With that attack, she had a really rough start through the first two sets. Alcock at the line. They're still trailing by seven. It's 20 to 13 in favor of the Thunderbirds. That was
1: a great execution of that play, though. I, I am really interested in this because I have, I have
0: genuinely never seen it before. And that's Liv Ferlin driving it on a back set from Alessandro Gentile. Nice job. Furlan having a strong game. She's up to eight kills on the night. Wow. Great showing from Furlan. Not to mention eight digs and four assists. Timeout taken here. That was Ken Bentley taking second timeout. The Manitoba Bisons have really let things slip since the first set. Uh, complete momentum change. It it was originally heavily in favor. Hitting percentage has just gone look through look the roof at the, hitting
1: the percentage. percentage! Oh, my goodness. You're right. So the hitting percentage in the second set for UBC has been an astronomical 4.17, and they're keeping that up, surprisingly. I was expecting it to go down to around a 250, 300 level
0: maybe, but it's up to 4.62. Manitoba trying to claw their way back in, uh, hitting a dismal 0.33 in the second. Only up to 148 here, and more than an issue on the Manitoba part, I think it's just UBC really stepping up their game and working together as that cohesive group that, that's currently riding a five-game win streak.
1: On the defensive side, we've seen some excellent pl- blocks from players like Atia and Ferlin in this one. Uh, Manitoba has zero single uh, solo blocks in this one so far.
0: All of their blocks have been off of double blocks. Josie Abbott trying to get it through, by Kira Van Rijk able to handle it. Dug out nicely by Bujan. And Samantha Paco let that one go. I believe that was from Kierley Abbott. It was a line shot, just stayed in bounds. Now it's her sister at the line. Josie to take the serve, they're trailing seven here in the third. This one handled by Furlan. Bump set by Van Rijk, and cross-court kill much too wide by Liv Furlan.
1: That actually went through those bars that you see over on the far side of the arena. Uh, very cleanly in fact.
0: Thunderbirds smelling a third, sec- uh, third set victory here. Just three points away, it's currently 22 to 14. We do have a stoppage in play, as having some substitutes, Kira Hanley on now for the Thunderbirds, and coach Ken Bentley has his hands in the air. As I believe, was that last point just awarded to the Thunderbirds, actually? I'm I'm not sure what happened there, but I suppose so. Service error on the part of Hanley. It was indeed, it was given to Liv Ferlin. Uh, apparently a hit off of Josie Abbott is what they're saying. Oh, okay, I didn't see that happen. I don't think Coach Ken Bentley did either. Another exchange of service errors. It'll be back in the hands of the Thunderbirds. 23 to 15. Liv Furlin here. Substituting out Kira Van Rijk gives some play time to Shabon Finan. First time we're seeing here in
1: this game. Van Reichs had an excellent game so far. Um, her 12 kills um, are very close to the 14 combined kills of the two Abbott sisters just by herself. Serve handled by the Bison. There's that outside play again. And again, Cosman unable to execute, hitting it out of bounds. She's struggling tonight. Yeah. I, I, I do think that Ken Bentley needs to realize that his, his set play is not working for Cosman and get her balls through the middle, as we've been saying all night.
0: Set point here. Nice serve by Furland Double block at the net by, Gabby Tia and Jontile. This time it gets by them off the hands of Furland. Still set point chance. Manitoba will have to serve. Laura Finley has been the best
1: bench player tonight for the Bisons. Really the only one to make any significant impact, and she's been excellent.
0: Two kills for her on the night. But it's I think that presence and the power she brings behind her for swing, that really gives them... Uh, a big momentum boost.
1: Yeah, they're they're sort of playing with more of the taller center type players than you would expect in the in the rotation, and it seems to be effective. as that great block from back to back blocks by yeah. the
0: by the bisons?
1: Yeah, and that was um, uh, Alcock and the uh, the substitute Finley combining on that one. Definitely, they've decided to add more height in the front court, which um, they weren't doing previously, and it seems to be working out for them.
0: Barely handled there by Paco, long set. That was from Furlan, actually, and across court to Behe, getting past the hands of an outstretched Coswin. And that's, who's, that's who's disappointed with her performance today. Yeah, honestly, Coswin,
1: it does seem to be the play, and not really her, because I think if she was playing any more traditional center role than the one that Bentley has her playing, she would be more effective. As she is tall, she is athletic, she's able to get up, but it's just her accuracy on these swinging outward plays, which
0: aren't the norm for a center, that's been. Difficult for her to deal with. So far for the Bisons, Kierli Abbott still leading the way. Eight kills on the night for her and her sister close behind at six. On the side of the UBC Thunderbirds, Kira Van Rijk, crazy night, hitting 500, 12 kills with an ace, uh, nine digs. And Liv Ferlin up to nine kills now on the night with four assists, or four aces rather,
1: and eight digs. Well, you say crazy night for Kira Van Ryk, but we've been, we've been getting used to seeing this night in and night out from Van Ryk. She's been excellent this season. Furlan, though, having a really breakout game for sure. One of her better performances of the season.
0: Yeah, Kira Van Ryk, she's sitting on top Canada West with the 204 kills this season. And she's actually second in league with uh, kills per set right behind Nukalova of Thompson Rivers.
1: Yeah, Nukalova, obviously that big uh, offensive presence from Thompson Rivers University. Kira Van Rijk, though, very impressive to keep up with Nukalova. is one of the stars in this league. She's very impressive, and for a first year like Van Rijk, to be almost there with her in kills per set is very impressive. I'd make the argument
0: that I'd take Van Rijk, though, over Nukalova because Van Rijk, she's putting her work in on the court and digs, and she's... I feel like is a very offensive player, centered player whereas van Reich yes of course her her main appeal is her offense but she has so much potential outside of that that it's she's she's a very versatile player who i think at the end of the season could very well be an mvp candidate yeah definitely i
1: mean yukalova obviously has been in this league for longer she's more well, so usually
0: came from the ukraine sorry yeah. not
1: uh, been playing the game for longer is what i meant to say obviously 22 years of age um but not only is Kiera Vanryk right there with her in terms of her offensive performance, but it, as you said, the defensive performance is something that Nukalova doesn't even touch. Um, I, I agree with you. I would take Vanryk over Nukalova on the team, but Vanryk, or er, Nukalova rather, with that just slightly
0: better offensive performance. That third set, definitive win again for the Thunderbirds. It ended up going, I wanted to say 25 as my stat sheet here is updating itself, I believe it was 25 to 17, final, right around yeah. there. Another solid win. It was the opposite score of what we saw from the first set between Manitoba and UBC, where Manitoba came on top. Yeah,
1: but Manitoba looked a lot. Um, it, it in that 22, in that 25-17 first set, honestly, UBC didn't look in it at all. Whereas in this one, UBC. Um, did, did dominate the set, but Manitoba actually looked like they had a chance to win it and
0: or at least make it close a couple times, which UBC didn't seem to do in that first set. They're working well as a team right now, and, and when UBC's on like this, there's not much you can do. You can play decent volleyball, but you're not going to have too much of a chance. Yeah. It's when you get UBC rattled and one of their players is off, especially key players like Van Ryke, like we saw early, that's when you have a chance to beat them. Mm. Certain plays like they they were originally running—that's what threw him off. As we start the fourth set here, great, nice, nice hit there. Finding open space on the floor was Liv Furlan, and that's
1: great awareness. You don't have to hit it hard. That was a very very gentle hit, but just able to drop it into that bottom left corner of the court where there was no Bison player there to shut it down.
0: At the service line is Gabiatia, handled by Josie Abbott, and. That was a pa- I believe it was to her sister, it was Kearley, who got it across, past the hands of outstretched UBC Thunderbirds.
1: And here's the sub uh, who's been very impressive, actually, in that third set, especially Laura Finley. Didn't have a strong game off the bench in the second set, but this third set, ooh, that one going too far nope. on her serve. The third set was very impressive from Finley, but we might see a more second set performance based on that single serve. She had a
0: tough time serving in the second set. Now serving are the Thunderbirds as John Teeley let a bit of a floater go and- Double touch. Another double touch. Habing's so struggling. I would, if I was Ken Kent,
1: uh, Ken Bentley, rather, I would definitely be working on fundamentals in the next practice I run because they're, they're small errors, like we saw from UBC in the first set, have been really prevalent in the second and third,
0: as well as the start of the fourth here. Bump set here for Gotta stay in? and we have some oh. controversial calls from <laughs> the line judges. A point is awarded to the Bisons.
2: Kearley Abbott the Bisons.
0: Um. at the line. UBC holding an early three to two lead here in the fourth set. UBC also up two to one in set count. Kearley Abbott getting it across. Perfect opportunity for John Teeley. Kira Van Rijk keeping it alive, but yeah. the play is whistled dead. Yeah, it, that was um, Josie Abbott just
1: sneaking over the line. She had her, like, most of her b- upper body uh, on the Thunderbird side of the court. I'm not really sure what she was doing there, uh, Jacob.
0: I think a bit of – it could it could be that they're getting worn down from some of the calls that have been going against them, and especially in Habing's case. Wow. As a nice service ace from Kira Van Reich gets under the hands of both Laura Finley and Casey Bujan. Um, or it could just be that I think they're starting to feel the pressure of how cohesive – The Thunderbirds are working as a unit.
1: Yeah, definitely. The Thunderbirds have just been putting on a clinic in these second and third sets. They're solid. They're
0: not making the silly errors. Free ball here. Great execution of the free ball. A really good dig, though, by. Oh. Play whistle dead. Another point awarded. Net violation called against the Manitoba Bisons.
1: That was was actually another double touch, which I believe
0: that's the fifth or sixth double touch we've seen this afternoon from the. Or this evening, rather, from the Bisons. And they're taking out Habing now, who's been uh, one of the main culprits of that call so far. She had three of those in the second set alone. Kira Van Rijk at the line now for the Thunderbirds. 6-2 lead here. Thank you for tuning in at both Canada West and CITR 101.9. You're listening to UBC Women's Volleyball take on the Manitoba Bisons as Kira Van Rijk pancakes herself on the ground and keeps this play alive. Dump play there. Great job by sub uh, Sydney Booker. Yeah, Sydney Booker getting the first look in this game that we've seen of her. She uh,
1: replaced um, our double-touch culprit, Brittany Having, and a good early contribution from her in our, her first look in, into this game.
0: Now it's Alcock from the service line for the Bisons. 6-3, UBC still with the lead. Here it's Anna Price trying to find space on the court. Josie Abbott, however, giving it another kill attempt back at the other side. Furlan rejected, but it goes out of bounds. 7-3 here, and it will be Kiara Hanley going to serve for the Thunderbirds.
1: I believe it was, was it Hanley earlier that we saw with that really excellent low angle serve that the Bisons weren't able to do with? That was Furlan. That was Ferlin. sorry.
0: Set here for Josie Abbott. Great block from Furlan. And now Thunderbirds in control of it. John Jontile with the set, that one too too strong off the hands of Anna Price. Price didn't look like she got the elevation she wanted on that one. She seems a little disappointed with herself. It will be Josie Abbott now at the service line. Josie so far on the night with six kills. Handled by Kira Van Rijk there. Now it's Liv Furlan trying to go cross court. Hits into her own net. She laughs it off, though. That happens. And Ferland's
1: been having a really great game tonight, so she, you're allowed to have a couple of mistakes if you're having one of the best games of your
0: season so far. Keely Abbott and her sister Josie, as well as Allison Alcock, strong performances so far for the bisons. Same same play. Kept great a live play from by the, by the bisons. Row. And that one oh. it danced a bit on the top of the net and Anna Price tried to save it, unable to
1: get the dig. That was a great play, though, from Cassie Bougen, or um, Casey Bujan rather, um, able to get almost behind the umpire there and p- put it back
0: into play, which is very difficult to do from past the other side of the court. That time, kill attempt by the Thunderbirds. This one almost drops in. That was Laura Finley. Dances on the top of the net, kept alive by Finley. Long hit there. That was from... Josie Abbott, Furland. this one hot what off the hands p- of the other Abbott. That in
1: work. really powerful a kill attempt there and able to succeed on it, getting it off the arms of Abbott. Uh, Ferland's having a great game so
0: far, and she's going to put in a couple of those low-angle serves again, we think. here. She's been spiking the ball well from the outside and looking going for that cross-court look. Service error there, but Ferland, like you said. Well, that's the risk you run when you have a low-angle serve like that is that sometimes it's going to clip the top of the net.
1: But when it drops in, it is extremely effective and very hard to deal with. Berlin
0: up to 12 kills now in the night. Now serving at the other end is Sydney Booker. Paco not able to handle that correctly, and that's an ace for Booker. 8-8, we're tied up here in the fourth set. Booker back to the service line. Sydney Booker in her third year from Winnipeg. That one, that time it was handled decently by Paco, but no one was there to receive it. Price and Jontile both trying to get the dig, but fell it right in between them.
1: I, w- I would like to point out that for um, Ferlin, this is a really impressive performance from her. Uh, she hasn't been getting these 12-kill performances all the time, uh, especially even, this is a really big improvement we've seen in Ferlin over last season when her season high in kills was three kills. Now she's a 12-kill player here against Minnesota.
0: Another great serve there by Booker and there's been confusion on the side of the Thunderbirds forcing coach Doug Reimer to take a timeout. That time it was Samantha Patco and Alessandro Gentile miscommunicating and allowing the ball to fall between them.
1: Yeah, and that's the first time it's happened in a while for the Thunderbirds. They've honestly been solid in these second, third, and fourth sets of this one. But you want to eliminate that as soon as you spot it. And obviously, after the one mistake, uh, Reimer wasting no
0: time calling the timeout. Booker's done a nice job, though, coming on for the Bisons. I, b- I think disrupting some of the flow that UBC really got into uh, throughout the second and third sets. And even here early in the fourth, ever since she's came onto the game, Manitoba has had a good run and put up four straight points. Now back on the court is Jocelyn Coswin for the Bisons, as well as Libero Cassie Bujan. It is still Booker at the service line. She has a bit of that low angle serve, (laughs) as we saw a great dump there by Alessandra Gentile. It's awareness. Yeah, definitely.
1: And you always love when the tip is not only dropped perfectly in that front court, but it's dropped quickly. It's pushed down rather than just tipped across, and that's what you like to see. And a price now serving for the Thunderbirds.
0: Handled by Finley. Now it's Curly Abbott. That was a really good set and a really good hit to match it. Getting it under the hands of Samantha Paco there. Coming out of the game is Libro, Cassie Buchen, and onto the court is Alcock. Alcock at five kills on the night for the Bisons. Long, long serve. It was a floater, too. Uh, rough. Bit of a rough night. No. To say the least for for cost win.
1: Yeah, she hasn't had her best game. And she usually is better. She's usually more impressive from that center position. But um, sometimes you have enough night. And there's nothing you can really do.
0: Gabby this time with the serve. Booker and Alcock teaming up. Now it's Jontilia with the set. Kira Van Reich maybe a bit off time. Still got the ball over. That time, wow. a strong spike. That was. That was Finley. Finley. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Off the bench, Finley and Booker, I think, have been more impressive than most of the starters here tonight. Yeah. Minus, and I, minus the Abbott
1: sisters. Yeah. And Alcock. Well, I think the starters as a whole, it, even though they kept it close on uh, Friday night after a three-o sweep, it's tough to get up in the morning and go play the next game
0: against the same team. Kira Hanley getting it past the hands of Josie Abbott. Alcock trying to clean it up but couldn't get the dig. John Tilley back at the line. It's a close game here. UBC trailing one. It's 11 to 12. A closer match than we've seen in any of the other sets. Set by Booker here for Josie Abbott. Handled by Van Reich. John Tilley set for Furlin. And the antenna is hit by Furlin. Point awarded to the Bisons here. It'll be purely Abbott at the service line. They're at 13 here, just three points away from the technical. They've been able to turn around from those last two set losses.
1: Yeah, this is definitely the closest we've seen the opposition in this game so far. That's a great block there from Josie Abbott. Um, in the first set of this one, it really looked like UBC had no, way of, no recourse in this one. They were just really playing badly. Uh, And then in the second two sets, they sort of totally outclass Manitoba. And this is the first time we're actually seeing back and forth close play.
0: Keely Abbott with the serve. Here handled by Hanley. That was great. Having nothing of it. (laughs) You know what, though? Manitoba almost somehow got that back over the net.
1: They did, and that's one of the hardest hit balls
0: we've seen all evening. Van Rijk's at the line, so we'll see what she can do. Hopefully give UBC a lead going into the technical. Handled there by Bujan, and a dump play by Booker. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Booker and Finley.
1: Is this the first set that Booker's gotten any game time? Uh, yes. She's been excellent. Um, I if 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 it wasn't her first set, she wasn't she wasn't very noticeable. But she's if, if it is her first set, she's been really excellent since
0: coming on. Cost win back in the game for the Bison's. Set here by John Thiele. Barely Fairly gets it over his Hanley, but it's just as effective. And now, bit of a bit of miscommunication there but it also just happened to do with the way the ball bounced that's the technical bison's leading by four here we've been
1: seeing a lot we've been seeing a lot of sli- sliding uh, digs and blocks from uh, or rather bumps from um, from the ubc thunderbirds in this set it's impressive it looks cool but that's not really what you want to be doing you want to be getting yourself into a position where you don't have to slide you don't have to dive to the ground and i think that positioning is what's causing the defensive errors and it's why manitoba's up in this one
0: zero zero errors for the Bisons in this fourth set. UBC at five. Already. Uh, big issue, clearly. If you're if you're making errors, it's, it's going to bite you.
2: Yeah, happens.
1: it is these defensive errors, these sliding uh, bumps from the backcourt. I think the positioning is something that they need to work on, and that usually comes with focus. That usually comes with engagement. Um, and those are things that can be fixed in one timeout, so hopefully that's what we see from the Thunderbirds. Doug Reimer, very animated, and you can tell when the Thunderbirds are losing if if the scoreboard is not working. You just need to look at how Doug Reimer's talking to his players in timeouts. Because when they're up, he's calm, he's relaxed, but now he's very animated, very upset with the way his team's been playing defensively
0: in this fourth set. Gonna have to clean it up. Every set so far has been won by the team who makes the least service errors, as you'd expect. UBC falling off, hitting percentage down to just 111 here in this fourth set. Manitoba skyrocketing up to 467 here. They have the ball, and it will be Allison Alcock from the service line to try and push their lead even bigger here. Technical is over, and she had a diving spin on that one. And knuckleballed over a bit.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, not a lot you can do there, but still you'd like to see the defense uh, play with a little bit more engagement, a little bit more focus, as I believe that's uh, Kara Hanley, or Anna Price, rather, coming out. Yeah, be he in the game. Behe had a really good performance in the third set when we saw
0: her. Alcock, this time handled by Paco, less of a knuckleball. Behe rejected at the net. That was a And this time, Kira Van Rijk hitting off one, two, and almost three hands of the Bisons gets the point for her team.
1: Van Rijk's been really effective from that backcourt hit.
0: Uh, We'd like to see that utilized more often here with Van Rijk sitting in backcourt. Kira Hanley at the line for the Thunderbirds ball across, but... I'm not really sure what happened there, Jacob. I think Laura Finley just might have hit it wrong off of her wrist. Her wrist again, yeah. And then Josie Abbott, of course. That's, that's not a play that you're supposed yeah. to make. That's, yeah, no, can't really cool. fault
1: her there. It, look, it it. was mostly off of... Like I said earlier, if the first touch goes backwards, it's not really looking good. Josie Abbott able to handle that one,
0: but it's another... Double
2: touch. Double touch. Yeah. This time it
0: is Booker. All it's it's right. Not, it's not called against Bujan, but... Uh, that's been Manit- uh, Manitoba's main issue here tonight. <laughs> They've
1: had like six or seven double touches in this one. That's not something you can be doing if you're hoping to win a game.
0: Booker's set here. That was cost-winning Finally! Big strong kill, and it works.
1: She finally gets it to go. She's been angling for that all game. I'm very glad that she actually made it work because it does look cool. It looks so cool. <laughs> I want it to work every time does I it see it. Does it look cool, it. or is it effective? No, it, okay, but it looks cool.
0: That's the main thing. <laughs> This one gets across, almost a service ace. UBC able to corral it. Nice job there by Kierley Abbott. And much too strong is Laura Finley trying to get the kill in the back of the court. UBC just two points behind here, 16-18 in this fourth set. Liv Ferlin, who's been strong, four aces so far on the night. See if she can add to that tally.
1: Yeah, definitely a good game for Ferlin ferlin has been really good this season. And obviously with Van Rijk, as, as that one hits off the antenna, um, obviously, Van reich has been the star of the show this season, she's been getting all the praise, but Liv Ferland has been putting together really solid performances, game in, game out for this team. Finley, a bit of a issue there.
0: It's going to be a timeout taken by head coach Ken Bentley of the Bisons.
1: I wouldn't be surprised to see Finley come out of the game. She's had a really strong third set, um, but it, here in this fourth, she's been making error after error. I would have her come out of this one and maybe maybe put her back in later in the set, although there isn't that much of the set to go. Um, but I would take her out at least to close it out because the 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 bisons have a chance to win this. Still, they're in it. It's close. It's not like the second set, the second set, and the third set where UBC were dominating. It's close now again, and if they can play like this in the remainder of this set, in the fifth, they might actually have a chance to win this one.
0: You get rid of fifty, seventy-five percent of these double touch mistakes and errors that the
1: and they've already won the f- the fourth set, and we're going exactly. to a decisive fifth one. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Not to mention the momentum that comes, that's taken away when you make these kind of errors.
1: Yeah, because you, when you when that happens to you, when you f- make a serve error yourself, and the ball comes off your arms or your hands in the way you don't expect it to, you're always going to be dejected for the next couple of plays,
0: and you're going to make more errors as a result. Ferlin, it actually looked like your serve was going long, but it was handled by Bujan. It would have been close, right near the line. Ferlin, there's was a free ball for the Thunderbirds. We'll shoot. We'll see what they can do. Gabby Atia. Blocked there by the team of Finley and Coswin. This time, nice job. That was Josie Abbott. Double touch. you got to be kidding me. Another double touch from the Bison. And eating them alive. Yeah, it, and,
1: and now the game's tied. They were winning. They were in control of this set, and now they've lost it on these double touches. That's the third one this set, the eighth one in the game overall. It's tied up.
0: It's 18-18. That one just long. Very close. Matter of inches.
1: Yeah, and those, th- those are always close. Liv Ferland's had great uh, great serving in this game, obviously four aces, uh, but not able to keep it in there.
0: Now serving is Sarah Booker, who we saw have a few strong serves earlier in the night. We'll see what she can bring to the table here. That's a great serve. Set by Gentile. Victoria Behe getting across. Set here by Booker. Finley, Behe. Now it's Kira VanRyke from wow. the back row. And that's a strong double block. Cosman's getting
1: back into it. She had a really disappointing first three sets, but she's been really good in here in this fourth one. Great
0: block from Cosman. 20-18 to 18 lead here. I believe actually before that point was awarded, there was a double-touch call against Van Ah. Uh. Sarah Booker serving again. Handled by VanRyke. John Thiele now. Gabby Tia trying to poke it past. Bujang gets a hold of it. And a misplay there. Yeah, and that's th-
1: that reaction, that's what happens. That's what I was talking about. If you make that play yourself, we might see Van Reich a little shaky on the next couple points as a result.
0: Van Rijk and is one of the strongest players, but when she gets up in her head, her ga- her game gets really thrown off. Well, that
1: happens to anyone, and obviously Reimer really smart there because if there was no timeout, Van Reich probably would have made a couple more misplays. Now Van Reich is going to go into this fresh mentally reset because right after you make an error, you're always susceptible to making more errors.
0: Current score is 21-18 to 18 in favor of the Manitoba Bison. Set count is currently 2-1 to one in favor of the Thunderbirds, however. Thunderbirds taking time out. Head coach Doug Reimer trying to get his team back into this one and win it in a quick four sets rather than having to go to a fifth one like we saw the men's team last night. They, they ended up losing in five, and Doug Reimer... <laughs> not wanting to take any chances here. He wants this fourth set win.
1: He does want this fourth set win, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes five. Uh, Booker's been serving very, very well. I think she might get a couple more points out of it, and by then it'll be almost the 25th and decisive point for the Bisons in this one.
0: Booker with two kills so far, Ooh. and momentum killer.
1: Yeah, and that was really close to the top of the net, and based on the angle, if that had made it over, it would have dropped right in the front court, and there was nobody there to receive it.
0: That one, however, was a service error. Side out, Victoria Behe just needed to get it over and give her team a chance here. Indeed does. Set here by Booker, and a bit of a dump play. There was an opportunity for a joust at the net. Thunderbirds opted not to go up. Play does go on. This one handled. John Jantile now with the set. Kira Van Rijk trying to dump it in. Booker handled it. Set here by Coswin, but it was a bit of an overset.
1: Yeah, not a great set. Almost the net. Very impressive, actually, from uh, from Abbott to receive it and get it over, and it actually led to the point for them because it was hit out by the Thunderbirds.
0: Liv Ferlin was left with a nice opportunity to actually get a back row kill over Ambitious.
1: Yeah, we've seen Van Reich really effective from those backcourt kills, but she's honestly been the only one to consistently get them over in this one and Perfect again one
0: serve. that was Coswin just dropped in right in front of Paco it skimmed the top of the net
1: Paco's positioning has not been great in this one honestly and she's normally really good at this as the libero that's her position that's where she excels but if you can't position yourself to receive ser- rec- receive serves and you're diving almost every time the ball comes to you that says something about your positioning and your focus in the game
0: Coswin serving here Lob serve. Paco able to handle this one. Gentile. That's Caravan right going cross court.
1: And that was much better from Paco. Paco able to get it perfectly right where um, Gentile would have wanted it. And as a setter, if you can get that bump right on, that's perfect. That's exactly
0: what you want. Side out. Gabby Atiyah now to take the serve for the Thunderbirds. They're trailing 20 to 23 here, but they are up two sets to one. We're going to need some good service from Right As you say, it looked like that was going long. Yeah. But Josie Abbott wasn't sure about it. It's,
1: see, Overserving is not always bad because if you can confuse a player, if you can get a player wondering, I don't know if I should play this or not, I have to make a decision. Then she even got caught in between. even if you do play it, it's not going to be the the best play that you could make because you were confused because you were
0: hesitant about whether you were going to play it or not if it was almost going out. Booker with the set, Kearly Abbott. This one handled by Van Rijk nicely. She has some great digs. Great
1: backcourt hit from uh, actually from Furlan, who had a difficulty with that earlier in this set. Finley
0: now. That one was Booker. Set here by John Tilley, a little tip over. That one handled by Bujan.
3: Wow, Hard great reception from by Furlan. And
0: Kira Van Rijk keeping it alive. Great job by Liv Furlan. And a nice block at the front of that. Neither team wants to give up. Great rally. And, and a solid <laughs> double block there. And Kira War Memorial
1: Gym explodes. They love it. Van Reich, the star of the show in this one. That and was
0: that was a crazy point.
1: That was great. And obviously when you, like I said earlier, it turned the tide of the first set and Manitoba won the set off of a rally point that they won. Here they rally again after a huge, huge block from Van Rijk and good plays from Ferlin and Atia earlier in that point and they were able to win it and that could turn the tide of this entire game. Debbie Atia back to the
0: service line. This one handled by Booker. That was one of the Abbott twins. That was of Abbott handling it again, now getting it over. That was number 12. And this is the Courtney best volleyball Cowell. we've seen all night, Jacob.
1: Great block there from, I believe it was, Allison Alcock.
0: Gabby Atiyah unable to recover from that one, got hit right into her. 24-22, it's set point. The men's teams are looking on now as they await the start of their game, but this one very well might go five.
1: It could go five, you're right. This is really close. It's 24. They can win with a with a point here, but if not, it could go longer if the Thunderbirds can make a run at it. Set point for the Bisons.
0: Finley at the line. Misplay. B- bit of a misplay there by... That was Anna Price. Bujan able to handle it. Booker set here for... Great block, and they are fired up. Oh, my goodness. This crowd is loud. That was Josie Abe who was blocked. It's 23 to 24. This is big. It's Alessandra Gentile, the vet on the team at the service line. You expect her to keep her nerves under control. Well, this been is been through this one a few times, to say the least. I think they just
1: iced the kicker, though, calling the timeout right before that, right after they got fired up, right after they feel ready to do it. With that huge block from, from uh, I believe it was Ferlin, or, um, but. Tillet getting ready to serve, getting in the zone, coming off of being fired up, ready to go, positive mindset, and Ken Bentley ices the kicker with a timeout.
0: We'll see if it was an effective timeout or not. UBC, 23, Manitoba, 24. There's one point differential, and Manitoba's just one point away from winning the second set, or this fourth set, rather, and pushing this game into a five-set affair. John they at the line. Paco's back in for UBC. As well as Bujan for the Bisons. The serve is too oh, far. And we're going to go to the fifth set. You said icing. Yeah, that
1: was icing the kicker right there at its finest. And we are going to have a decisive
0: 15-point fifth set. Big differential there in the fourth set was the hitting percentage and the errors on the side of the, the Thunderbirds. Eight errors, hitting just 0-2-9 with nine kills. The bison started off very strong in the fourth set, but made a lot of errors towards the end. Three of them they hit just one ninety four. Both teams gonna have to clean up their game. We saw a really good ending, but the the middle to late parts middle to mid late parts of that set were weak, I think from both teams. Yeah but
1: the other thing about that is that they're tired. Not it, it takes a lot for a game to go five sets because not only are you playing that fifth set with more, more work to do, but also in a, in, a fi- in a five set game, the four sets leading up to that fifth set were probably hard fought and they were in this one. It's gonna be a tough, tough time for both of these teams here in this fifth set.
0: Taking a look around the league, Trinity Western swept Winnipeg 3-0 today. UBC Oak is currently up two to one and it's tied in the fourth set at 16 against Alberta. Thompson Rivers is up two to one as well and they have a 12 to 10 lead. Saskatchewan lost barely to Regina in a fifth set, three to two. And back here we are headed into the fifth set as the Manitoba Bisons crawled their way back into it and force a fifth set against the the hosting Thunderbirds who are so good at home. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I think this is the rush that Reimer talked about because errors have been the, the story of the game really and errors are something that happen with Rust, happened with mental unpreparedness. So it's pretty fair that this would happen, but obviously Doug Reimer disappointed. And you can see again, he's very animated, very disappointed in the performance of his team in that, thir- in that fourth set. But I think that the Thunderbirds are gonna be able to come back to win this. At the end of the day, they're a stronger team, they're a deeper team, and they all, all they have to do is switch on and focus, and they are instantly the better team on the court in this one.
0: Kirley Abbott with 11 kills, leading the Manitoba Bisons. The dig leader is Josie Abbott, her twin sister, at 13. On the side of the Thunderbirds, Kara Van Reich at 14 kills, and trailing close behind is Liv Ferlin. Ferlin does have six errors, however, on the night, yet she does have four aces. Alessandra Gentile up to 28 assists on the night, and... Jantile with 11 digs, Ferlin with 12, and Van Rijk with 13 so far on the night. It's been a back-and-forth game for the Thunderbirds. They started pretty terribly, and then they did great throughout the second and, and third sets, hitting 417 and 419, respectively, and uh, a fourth set where they really fell apart right up until the end. They only hit 029 yeah, throughout e- the entire fourth set.
1: But even with hitting 029, they still made it close. The
0: final score of that set was 2523. They, but they, I think they relied on the errors of Manitoba, hmm. which, which you can't do in a fifth set when you know Manitoba's going to come out and want to win against the number one ranked team in all of Canada West.
1: Yeah, I mean, this would be a huge victory for Manitoba, obviously. it's they are, they are low down in the league, but obviously the season isn't over yet. They can still make some noise in the conference, and a win against the top ranked team in the conference would do wonders for their morale. And their, They really want this. They want this more than UBC would want it.
0: Here comes Gabby Atia. She is set to serve for the Thunderbirds. Manitoba Bisons ready and hungry for a win to split this series after being swept last night. The men's team, who's also ready now, they're hoping to get a win after they got upset by the Bisons last night here in a fifth set affair as well. The serve is across and it's handled by Booker and that's Finley now and they, they choose to leave out Finley and Booker who have both had a really strong fourth sets that time. Blocked was Liv Ferlin and off the hands of John Teele. Yep,
1: and Finley in this one, obviously a good performance from her. She didn't start, and she didn't get a look in really until the late second set and uh, starting in the third set. But she's been really impressive all evening. Five kills for her as she just had that that last serve, serve. Almost an
0: ace. Free ball for the Bisons. Bujang got it, and then Alcock, again, another misplay by her. She's had a few of those, but it drops in. And Alcock's misplays tend
1: to do that because Alcock is an intimidating presence. She's one of the larger players on the team. She's big, she's athletic, she can jump, and she's obviously the center, so she has hitting prowess. So you lock in, you sort of know what you're going to expect when Alcock goes up, so when it doesn't come up the way you expect it to, then it's really difficult to recover and change your game plan in that split second.
0: Bit of a flick hit over the net. Wow. And a strong hit there. That was Booker. And it is 3-0 early. And, yeah,
1: timeout from uh, Doug Reimer.
0: You can't fall too far behind when you're only going to 15.
1: Yeah, definitely. That was a smart timeout. And I think it'll reset the the really good serving that we've been seeing from Laura Finley. Um, The interesting thing to note is that even though it's only been three points, it's a small sample size, UBC haven't looked bad in this, in this fifth set. But it's the killer instinct that I mentioned that they seemed like they had found that sort of like sixth gear, if, if you like. But they weren't really able to reach it in that game against Calgary, and it looks like this is the sort of same thing happening here against a much lower
0: ranked team. Adding the substitutes into the game and keeping them in the rotation of Hooker and Finley has been monumental for the Bisons. It's really turned the game around it looked like ubc was going to win in a quick four sets coming out of the timeout the bisons still have the ball it's finley still at the line 3-0 things are tied up 2-2 here as the bisons look to upset and split the series with the ubc thunderbirds laura finley gets it across handled well by paco now the ball is across That's a to great Behe. hit and a great recovery from Laura Finley. And they're able to get it over. I, it looks like it almost hit the ground to me, but somehow it stayed up. Nevertheless, he says,
2: I'll
0: show you how I can do it twice. Puts yeah. it right through the hands. Yeah, of the Yeah.
1: I think she thought she had won it. And I thought she had won it um, before that really great dig by Laura. Yeah, the Finley. angle up
0: here. The angle up here almost looked like she didn't get the dig. but she Yeah,
1: just, just bounced off the top of her of her knuckles Pancaged or her, her, her fingers. Ground, yeah, dude. exactly.
0: Berlin's out out the line, four aces to her credit so far tonight.
1: One of the better servers on this team, and that's another great one. Booker with the set. Alcock. Wow!
0: Wow. <laughs> wow! That was yeah. a, That was a ridiculous kill there by her. Yeah, and that's after a few of those sm- softer, uh, almost dump—they almost were dumps, yeah. really—because of their uh, they were the weaker hits. And then there's that str- crazy strong kill from her. Miscommunication there. The libero falls over. That one dumped over by Behe. Free ball here for the Bisons. Able to keep it alive at the Thunderbirds. Set by Gentile. Nice. Kara Hanley. Both these teams playing with a lot of intensity right now.
1: And a lot of emotion on the faces and in the body language of both teams' players. They both want this. I, th- I misspoke earlier. UBC wants this just as much as the Bisons do. It's
0: he at the line now for the Thunderbirds. They're trailing 2-4 to four here in this fifth set. That almost and looks like a Alcon. carry. And yeah.
1: That's the first real mistake we've seen from Alcock all night and to come at such a crucial time. And the Thunderbirds have a chance to tie it now for the first time in this set since going down
0: early. Yeah, Alcock's had a nice night. She is hitting 350 and has eight kills. Set here by Booker for Alcock again. Another miss hit, And Paco got it over. Set by Booker, this time for Josie uh, Abbott. This one held by Gentile. And miscommunication, Liv Ferland. Didn't seem quite ready.
1: Yeah, I think the set wasn't re- where she expected it to be, and she was expecting it to go to the front court. Yeah. Having to, If it's going to be a backcourt hit, you want to have as much time to prepare for it as possible because of that low angle and because you need to make sure you get it at a, over at a higher distance. So obviously if you're not
0: prepared for it, it might not come off the way you want it to. Alcock, a bit off here in this fifth set. Had and a she's strong kill, but she's been kind of flip-flopping back and forth. Yeah, she comes out for the Libero Buján. Service error? Side out. Now it's Kira Hanley. Thunderbirds trailing one. It's four to five. Long serve for her. Gets it across, but it's almost mishandled there. That was really close. That was Laura Finley. Set here for Kira Van Rijk. Wow. I like what I've seen from Cassie Bujan, but you can't handle those hits from Kira Van Rijk. This kill's coming too strong. I was impressed
1: she even got a touch to it at all. I thought that was going to hit the ground straight away. She's
0: been doing a nice job. She is. She's a a really good libero. Yeah. Kier Hanley gets this one across, handled by Josie Abbott. Set here, that's for Kearley. That one handled by Behe. Now it's Liv Ferlin from the back row. Keirly doing you a nice can do job with the backcourt hit when you have time to execute. Set here by John Tille. Oh, Victoria Behe not getting quite enough on it. Hits into her own net as the cr- as the crowd groans in unison. Six to five. UBC can't break that. Threshold.
1: Yeah, haven't been able to get a lead yet in this one. But Anna Price, one of the starters of this team, uh been really good and effective from the outside. She'll come back into this game.
0: Josie Abbott gets it over. Anna Price handles that one. Kira Van Reich gets blocked at the net, but they recover. Again, this time she gets it right through as she pummels. Almost it seemed like she almost pummeled through the body with her hit of number six, Sydney Booker.
1: She did not want she did not want that one coming over again. She wanted to keep that. She wanted it to drop. After she got blocked the first time. You always want to execute better on that second one.
0: Gentile with the serve. Set by Booker again. That time's for Finley, Blocked at the net. Another set by Tile here for Liv Ferlin. Nice recovery there by Kira Van Rijk. Ferlin trying to put this one to the backcourt. Miscommunication between the Twins. And Laura Finley, over the ambitious Anna Price, thank, thanking herself for not going after that one as it went much too far.
1: Yeah, it looked like actually an issue on the bump set from uh, the libero Bujan. It looked like she had enough time to do a proper uh, traditional style set and went for the bump instead. And it looked like she didn't get enough elevation, which led to the low angle hit from Finley going out of bounds.
0: We're taking a timeout here in the fifth set. If you're tuning in to Canada West or CITR. This is the game between the UBC women's volleyball team against the Manitoba Bisons. 7-6, UBC just got their first lead in this fifth set, and it's been back and forth. UBC struggled in the first, Manitoba dominated. The next two sets, subsequently, UBC uh, really flexed their muscles, and then in the fourth set, kind of fell apart, and here it's been back and forth, very much an even set.
1: Yeah, definitely an even set. I, I sort of imagine that after the closeness of the fourth set, it would sort of end up this way. But this isn't, this isn't the same as the fourth set where it was errors and issues happening. This is a close set and just good volleyball. Really, the, Some of the most exciting play we've seen all evening has happened in this fifth set. This time, that was... Coswin. Coswin. And finally, it works out again. She's got it back under control after a really disappointing first three
0: sets. She's been excellent here in the fourth and the fifth. High game, Booker goes to the line here. And she has great serves, similar to that of Liv Furlins, that low angle serve that has disrupted some of the UBC offensive plans. This time- Great backcourt uh, hit from Price. uh, This time, Anna Price finding that near side back corner. And UBC regains the lead. And we're taking another timeout here. Or we're switching rather, excuse me. As in the fifth set, only going to 15, switching at eight. Kira Van Rijk set to serve for the Thunderbirds. Van Rijk, up to 16 kills eclipsing performance last night. Yeah. They did only have three sets. This time it is five sets. But it's still, putting up 371 hit percentage. It's
1: been a more distributed game, though. We've had good play from Furlan. We've had good play from Hanley. We've had Behe coming off the bench and having a strong game. Atiya not one of her best efforts, but she's still been instrumental, as always. And obviously, Gentile with 32 assists as the setter
0: bit low, though, I would say for her. Booker there with the set. Miscommunication. It's going to be a free ball for the Thunderbirds, except... That was really interesting. I think it was Van Ryke who overset it a bit. Well, it wasn't a set. It
1: was more like she hit it into her own team, but it was able to... Oh. Yeah, that was really interesting. It was. It looked like it was supposed to be a set, but it was one-handed. It acted more like a tip, and then it was tipped back over
0: the other direction by Furlan. That was mishandled. Liv Ferlin overstruck the ball, and it went out of bounds. It's all tied up as we have Coswin at the line for the Bisons. She's been hot as of late. Paco handles the serve. Back row, cool. attack from Kira, from Kira van Rijk rather. That time it was Kira Abbott, And a save there. We'll see what they can do if Paco can get wow. it over. she does. Incredible effort. And a little dump in. Aww. Unfortunately Thunderbirds not able to rally. Kira van Rijk throwing her body for the second time this game. This time they were, she was able to save it, unfortunately not able to come out with the points.
1: Very impressive defensive play from Rhett Van Reich. As we've said, obviously she's more impressive on the offensive end, but is always, always a good defensive presence to have as well. The men's
0: team looking on gave her a round of applause for her efforts. Paco handles the ball. This time it's Liv Furlan. She's blocked, handled, and Paco gets it over. It's a free ball for the Bisons. This time it's Alcock and nice. thunderbirds barely able to get it over as there were players on the ground where the ball was landing and that one really nicely by jantile furling gets it over the twins collide or rather it was booker and josie who collided paco set here by jantile that one finds some court wow that was a lot of effort to get that point holy cow
1: yeah a lot of a lot of really messy defensive play but it worked out and they were able to Find that little extra gear to get it back up and over when it looked like all was lost, and they were
0: able to come back and win the point on a great hit. Nine nine, things are tied up, and it's Gabby Gabriatia at the line. This is intense volleyball. One of the handled be- by Boujan. What were you saying,
1: Eric? Uh, that was one of the better sets we, or one of the better serves we've seen from Mattia all evening,
0: actually. Jontilla with a set for Furlan, who I couldn't tell if she hit into herona or if she was blocked. I believe she was blocked on the play.
1: It was very close at the at the net there, but. We'll see Finley, who's had one of the best games of, um, of any of the bench players here tonight for the Bisons, Al- almost playing starter minutes in this one, even.
0: Finley gets it across. It's handled a bit improperly.
1: Th- th- there was that weird tip set, uh, tip set that we saw a few points earlier. and
0: That time it was Kearley Abbott getting it through the double block attempt of the Thunderbirds. It's 11-9 to lead for the Bisons. And we're going to take another timeout. Doug Reimer trying to corral his team and get them regrouped so that they can come out with a victory here tonight.
1: Yeah, honestly, it's been a. L- I, it's a bit I, like last night with the men. It is a bit like last night with the men, because you know that the Thunderbirds on paper are, have, are the better team and have the better record. But there's something about the first series back and it's not really the same sort of level that you expect. They haven't really kicked into their mid-season form again after the break, and they'll take a little bit of time to get used to it.
0: Every, I th- every set, Eric, still, the person who makes some more errors has lost. Thunderbirds five in this, five in this uh, fifth in deciding set compared to just one from the Bisons.
1: And it doesn't look good for the Thunderbirds in this one, and the Thunderbirds don't have the momentum in this one. That's definitely with the Bisons at this point. Um, I think a big rally point or a big block or some sort of momentum shifting play is going to be
0: needed to turn the tides in this one It's Finley serving now for the Bisons. This is close. We're in the fifth set here Thunderbirds are trailing two. Handled by Ferlin. Set there. And that's Hanley And it It did. And that's the kind of play that you need. there was a tip on the play Ah, okay It's 10-11. Great job there by the Thunderbirds We're having a substitution. Behe coming in now for Anna Price.
1: Yeah, and that's a sub for height because that's what they've been needing. Uh, On that one block that they lost the point on just before the timeout, um, Price was not able to get the elevation she needed.
0: Um, Behe coming in at six foot. Anna Price only 5'9". Yes. Handled here by Booker. It's a set for Josie Abbott. Handled by the Thunderbirds. And now attempt for Behe just gets inside the antenna. Booker with the set again. That time it's Curly Abbott, great dig by Paco. Double touch.
1: Net violation, oh, that's gotta hurt, especially late in this game. To
0: lose a point away from the ball is really crushing. Another error by the Thunderbirds. Puts them, keeps their deficit at two points here. This fifth set, they're trailing 10 to 12. Keerley Abbott. And Alessandro Jantile <laughs> finds the hole. <laughs> Great job that was
1: strong that, that was great out. that second se- that second touch uh, tip play from the setter is one I like to do quite a bit in these late game scenarios when they're expecting the sort of basic bump set spike pattern
0: and that's, oh. got a, that's a momentum killer
1: that Victoria almost BG, stayed in
0: uh, commits service error hitting it just outside of the near. Uh, the near line
1: and the the fourth last. Bison's are two points away from winning the match here over the UBC Thunderbirds, who are ranked first in the conference.
0: Alcock serving now. That Ooh. one's falling much too short. You could tell right off the bat. Hit
1: the tops of her fingers rather than getting the palm contact that She's you want to have. On yeah, that one. yeah, definitely. And it's gonna be uh, Kira Hanley, who we haven't seen make a lot of noise at the service line, but
0: here comes Hanley, gets the ball across cleanly, Ooh. and that one's mishandled. Maybe a little pressure getting in. Maybe. Laura Finley mishandling that. Maybe. And it's
1: 13-13. It's all tied up. Late game action. It's it's close. It's tight. It's exciting.
0: And yeah, ice the
1: kicker. That's what you want to do, Ken.
0: Ken Bentley taking a timeout was effective for him in the fourth. We'll see if he has the same outcome here in this fifth set. We've seen errors really be the the main reason why, why we're going back and forth here. It's not so much that we're seeing some great kills. We have, but uh, but late here, it's been, it's been the nerves that have gone to a lot of the players. So yeah. Alcock missed that serve, and then there, Laura Finley unable to handle the relatively easy serve coming across the court.
1: It's not how you want to win a game, admittedly, but it's still exciting. It's still really fun to watch from this, from the broadcast booth here at War Memorial Gym.
0: UBC. UBC averaging now. These five sets, just a 196 hitting percentage compared to Manitoba's 177. And that's that's
1: the two both hitting percentages under 200. That's uh, emblematic of a game in which errors are the driving force rather than kills and big plays.
0: Here comes Kira Hanley. Gets it across clean. That one handled by Bujan. It's a Just at the net. And that size differential that we were talking about. Gabby Atia and That was Kira Van Rijk jousting at the net, able to put it down.
1: And somehow they battled back. It looked like the Bisons were going to win this one, but it is set point
0: for the Thunderbirds. Kira Hanley back in the game, they brought back in. That's Courtney Kauk to the game, who we've seen just once.
1: Yeah, Ken Ken Bentley looking for some defensive performance and she gets it with a great reception.
0: And a block by Gabby Atia as she jumps in excitement right off the hands of Josie Abbott. And you got to give it up to the Bisons for the effort they put out here today. That was, a great, that was a great performance from the Bisons. I didn't expect
1: them to come out and have such a strong showing. They played great last night but didn't get the win. I thought they might have snuck it in this time. But it is the Thunderbirds who take both games and retain their spot on top of the Canada West Conference. It was a
0: nail biter right to the end for sure. UBC ending up coming on top in five sets. Final score of that fifth set was 15 to 13. Neither team with uh, particularly high numbers. We did see a great performance out of Kira Van Reich. Uh, and the Thunderbirds keep that win streak going. They're at six games now. And we are going to take a quick break here. The men's game is coming up soon, Eric. That should be exciting as they're going to try and bounce back from an upset loss last night. The Thunderbridge
1: will be playing with purpose in this one. They don't want to lose to a lower-ranked team again in this, in, this, uh, in this performance because they're one of the best teams in the conference and they want to prove it.
0: And next week on the 12th, UBC takes on Winnipeg as they try and, bounce, as they try and keep their win streak going. Men's team and action will happen. We'll come back to you guys in roughly 20 minutes. Thank you for tuning in at both Canada West and CITR.
3: Donuts each and every radio show is brewed fresh and served fresh at the peak of its flavor. If you're a tough customer, only the taste of this radio show will do. So go ahead. Let Dunkin' Donuts make your radio experience. Exquisite. Indeed. (laughs) Dunkin's Donuts serving sweet treats from the pop underground Thursdays, noon to one.
0: You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM oh, Vancouver. We know how magnets work.
3: If magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what really goes on. But I've seen miracles in every way, and I see miracles every day. I could spend the whole night staring at a screen just so break that i haven't cried myself to sleep into heart's hardly beating we spent the time right in circles hello hello this is russian tim and i'm throwing a christmas rager on december 15th at the Cobol. i invited to play the show some of my favorites the greatest sons the core anthems contra code and even my band russian tim and Pavel Burez. tickets at the door are 15 dollars but 10 dollars online at myshowpass.com christmas rager december 15th Cobol, great
0: Host of Synchronicity, talk
2: radio for your mind, body, and soul. Join me Mondays at noon as we explore the universal energy that connects us all. Let's discuss our journey of self-discovery,
0: joy, presence, and living with authenticity. We can create positive change in the world, and it starts within each one of us. Synchronicity, talk radio for your mind, body, and soul. Mondays at noon on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. from War Memorial Gym. It is the UBC men's volleyball team as they will take on the University of Manitoba. Thunderbirds took the Bisons into their fifth set but were unable to claim the victory. Bisons upsetting the team. For the Bisons, we're bringing out the starters. Right now we have number one, Dylan Sutherland. Number five, Scott Verkine number seven kyle martins number eight Deunker. number 11 brandon warren number 12 Dustin inspiring and number 15 kevin nagus and looking at last game it's going to be difficult to, to really judge how this game's going to go but before we get too into that we're going to Listening to our starters for the UBC Thunderbirds, we have Mr. Byron Kedarakis,
3: as usual, in the game for the Thunderbirds.
0: Keith West transferred from Alberta last year, fifth-year player, he's also in the game. Irvin, the captain, swervin Broad is in the lineup. Jordan DeShane is in the lineup for the Thunderbirds. Number nine, Joel Revere. And we have... Flying Finn. We have Flying Finn, the rookie, in for the Thunderbirds, as well as Tyson Smith.
1: He has not gotten a lot of starts. I'm excited to see how he plays today.
0: It's going to be interesting. And you got to love those handshakes. Oh,
1: yeah. They're into it. They're into it.
0: And thank you all for tuning in at both, at both Canada West and CITR. This should be a great game. As, as I quickly mentioned, the Thunderbirds took it five sets, but the Bisons were able to outpower them. The Thunderbirds really looking to jump back into it today, Eric.
1: Yeah, Kerry McDonald disappointed with the performance. Obviously, only the second loss of the entire season for this, we thought they were unstoppable, but I guess almost unstoppable Thunderbirds team. Uh, Kerry McDonald said, at the end of the day, they played a better night of volleyball. They didn't really show up in the first two sets and made a lot of errors. And as we've seen from the women's game today, errors are playing a crucial part in this weekend's affairs.
0: On the side of the Bisons, Adam DeUnker led the team with 12 kills in ace, followed closely by Kevin Nagus with 10 kills. Brandon Warren, who is really their only player in any top five category, uh, is second with 1.32 blocks per set. But outside of that, they're very they work as a unit. And they need to keep that cohesiveness going if they want to see another win against top ranked uh well now tied for top ranked ubc
1: yeah manitoba haven't been bad they haven't been good they're six and seven um but i mean ubc were really disappointed by the way that they played and they would like to have a better evening tonight i'm sure as uh you know one of the top teams in this in this league
0: serving now is dylan sutherland for the bisons and it's a Joel good start regu- starting the game for the bisons Putting it down, strong kill through the middle.
1: And uh, Flying Finn is really excited. He's jumping around on the court. He's enjoying his first start right from the get go.
0: Well good start for the Thunderbirds who obviously are coming off a tough loss last night. As Byron Ketarakis throws his arms in the air after a strong ace serve there. He froze the the Bisons.
1: And this team is just fun to watch. They are athletic, they're exciting, and they're into it. You gotta love the celebrations that this team puts out every time.
0: Katarakis again at the service line. This time, pancaked off with nice dig. Handled here by Katarakis. It's Brar from the outside. Just gets it across, and unable to crowd it is Scott Verkine of the Bisons. Quick three-nothing lead here for the Thunderbirds.
1: And they're not messing around. They obviously um, looking to bounce back in a really strong way from that crushing defeat yesterday. They're already flying out of the gate.
0: Kitarakis, who's strong as a server. Oh my God. They're able to handle that one. And now that was number 15, Kevin Nagus, going up in the air. Thunderbirds. And
1: flying Finn.
0: Thunderbirds shoot back. Finn McCarthy going cross court, getting the kill under the hands of the bison
1: and Finn McCarthy a first year here at UBC, causing the timeout uh, w- a very rare start but he's really impressed early on
0: I don't know about you Eric but these teams look very different than what I saw last night Thunder yeah the have all the energy on the court right now and I know it's early but the, the bisons really need to like bring their energy to the table they won last night against a top ranked team like why wouldn't why wouldn't you be more excited coming back out for the second game? The, uh, you don't want to roll over. Is it
1: complacency, do you think? Because, I mean, it's hard to get complacent. You're 6-7, and seven and, like, you know, it, this is one of the top teams in the league. But it almost seems like it is because they, they, they did beat a top-ranked team yesterday. But what that has also done is it's lit a fire under uh, UBC. Nice. And they – this is – I've seen this intensity of play usually in, like a, like, a third set sort of scenario. For them, never in the first. This is – this is something I haven't exactly. seen so early on in a game from UBC all, all season.
0: As a song that was just playing, they're going to clap back. That's what the <laughs> Thunderbirds are trying to do here. Ketarakis clips the net but goes over, set there by Sutherland. This one tipped over. Tyson Smith doing a good job to dig it out. Now it's Irvin Brar hot off the hands of the Bisons. This one set by Sutherland again. This time almost gets it over. And Did they? Okay. I don't know. It seemed very close, but not quite able to keep it alive was Dylan Sutherland, the almost got his hands on me. the
1: The impressive thing about Katarakis' serves is like, yeah, you'll get the, the odd ace every now and then, and he did get one. But the most important part of a serve is not trying to get an ace, it's putting the other team in a disadvantageous position. And it's always a good ball coming over from the serve uh, off of a Katarakis serve.
0: Another strong serve for him, Sutherland with the set. It handled easily. Adam DeUnker tried to get it through. This time blocked is Flying Finn. Nagus got up. We saw Navis, Nagus in the pregame uh, get up very high on the net. He was putting balls almost directly straight down. He's
1: very athletic. He's very um, capable of getting his entire upper body over the net, which um, is mirrored by one swerving Irvin Brar. That's a really good asset to have as a um, as a, a right-side hitter, as an outside hitter like, um, like Kevin Nagus, and also like uh, Irvin Brar, who's the left-side hitter.
0: We have a side out as De'unker missed his serve, but trading service errors is Irvin Braar. Irvin Brar, different approach than Ketarakis. Ketarakis has, he actually knocked part of the net off. <laughs> Irvin Braar puts a lot of power behind his serves. So does Ketarakis, but Irvin Brars are a little more volatile. I think, I think to
1: volatile is the right word because um, as we know, um, Irvin Brar doesn't really, he, he plays sort of outside of his size range. He does things that people of his size aren't normally able to do. And one of the consequences of that is that when the ball does come down, it might come down with a little uh, inaccuracy. And as we just saw there from that same hit from Brar.
0: Brar sent that ball too wide. Nice set there for a back row at- attack chance from Byron Katarakis. 6-3. Points on the board now for the Bisons as they have the serve. It is Brendan Warren at the line. Getting that one just over the net. Byron Ketarakis with another serve. Keith West putting it where they ain't.
1: And Keith West had a huge game, one of his best games of the season yesterday, and uh, making an impact early on. It's worth considering that none of the Bison's points have come off of kills already uh, early in this um, first set. The UBC Thunderbirds already have three.
0: Joel Regier getting that one over. Not quite as strong as Ketarakis or Barr, but... That was just inspiring. Getting it above the hands of the double block attempt of the Thunderbirds,
2: giving the Bison's back the ball
0: on the side out. It will be number fifteen Kevin Nagus at the line now for the Bison's. Doug Redbar, set here for Finn McCarthy. Bit of a stare down after the play. <laughs> that was Scott Verkine.
1: Yeah, and Finn McCarthy obviously um, on an extremely animated Thunderbirds team, but he still stands out. He's excited. You know, he doesn't get to start a lot, but he's trying to make his mark, trying to force uh, head coach Kerry McDonald to keep him in the lineup. Um, and he'll look to do so with a strong performance here.
0: He's at the service line now for Kine. Did a good job to block, but it did bounce out of bounds. UBC up 8-4 here. This one handled nicely. That was a nice set there by Sutherland. Now back at the other end, Keith West. Wanted to find an opening on the near side, try to go to the line. Went out of bounds. I think he was looking for a tip on that play.
1: Impressive from Smith, though, to keep that just—it uh, didn't graze the ceiling, uh, despite the intense energy coming off of the, the the bump there.
0: Now set to serve is Verkine for the Bison's. Strong, tall serve, just like Irvin Barar, and just able. It's to not keep that it they in. got froze; they literally could not touch that serve.
1: Yeah, I mean, like it—it it just stayed in. Um, it wasn't a service uh, error by the Thunderbirds; it was just a miss. It was an ace.
0: Nice serve there by Scott Verkine looking to do it again here. It's a bit like Brar, actually.
1: Similar series. style, yeah.
0: Keith West <laughs> pushing it over. <laughs> That's interesting. A bit of raw athleticism kept him in the air just long enough to put it in the near side corner. Yeah, that was a tip,
1: but it it found itself on the on the back line there, on the baseline.
0: Nine to six, Thunderbirds have the lead here, first set of this two game series. Nice dig there. That was Kyle Martin's and double block and there's a lapse of communication tyson smith frustrated smacking the ball after the play him and it was number eight uh jordan deshane miscommunication on the play here is dustin spiring for the bisons with the serve and a less
1: than inspiring serve from dustin spiring
0: That was just bad, Eric.
1: I'm trying my best. Oh, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. (laughs) That's Byron Katarakis, and he's feeling it. He's hyped.
0: Him and uh, the man who made the miscommunication play earlier, Jordan Deshane. Nice double block there. Keeping the lead for Thunderbirds, and Deshane will now go to the line. Deshane with the serve here. A Bit of a mishandle there. That was from Dunker, And... Much too far beyond the antenna. Dunker, try to keep it live. Both these teams very animated, very loud, and very expressive on the court, especially the Thunderbirds. Yeah, absolutely. They play this, way.
1: this is the way that they like to play. It's the it gets you momentum. If you play fired up, then you're gonna go on runs that sort of thing. But it is streaky because it means you can go on a cold streak. So if they start losing points, and maybe that will also show up. But it doesn't look like they're slowing down anytime Ketteracke,
0: soon, Jacob. is stoic after the play. Nice block there. Remember it's coming out hot after their loss last night. Yeah, enforcing a substitution.
1: Uh, Verkine will come out as uh,
0: Owen Schwartz. Yeah, coming into the game for the Bison. Jordan Shane at the service line again.
1: He's been serving well. Um, not really making an impact in previous games, but he good serve there. Uh, forces a free ball. And, and Ketarakis... Ketarakis. And sends one up into the broadcast booth off of the off the really powerful hit again. Ketarak is having a great game over at that right side. He opted,
0: not, he opted not to set for someone else to take that himself, and found it nicely off the hands of Kevin Negus.
1: It's always it's always useful to have uh, a setter who can get you points from the attack as well. A setter that can get elevated and make hits over the net. I was never able to do that, um, but it is an extremely useful asset to have as a setter.
0: In a timeout here, you were mentioning earlier Keith West, who had a really big game yesterday. Worth noting, 15 kills, although they lost, it was actually higher than Irvin Brar, which is uncharacteristic. Of course, West, great, great player. Huge pickup off-season from Alberta for the Thunderbirds, but Irvin Brar is usually the leader on this team, and. We've seen him in the mix with, I think, Byron Katarakis and Tim McCarthy. Strong presence so far on the court.
1: Well, you can't expect your best player to be your best player every night. I mean, most nights you're going to expect a strong performance from Verar, but sometimes other players have to take the reins. And Keith, uh, Keith West was the guy they turned to uh, last night. Didn't end up uh, being quite enough for the win. But always good to have players that can take over if your star is having an off night. And Keith West is definitely one of those players because he gets fired up, as I said, he's able to turn the tide of a game with just one hit from the way he reacts to it, from the way that he makes his other teammates react to it.
0: On the court for the Bisons, we have Sutherland, as well as Spiring, uh, De'Unker, and before I finish, they put down a kill against the Thunderbirds, Uh, as well as Spiring, Schwartz, Brendan Warren, and Scott for kind started the game but was subbed out. Set here, Keith West, <laughs> talk about an impact right in yeah. the hands of Owen Schwartz.
1: <laughs> and West having a great game. West and uh, Katarakis combining for um, the uh, the kills that we've been seeing so far in this game. UBC is getting way more kills than the, uh, the Bisons. The Bisons are not scoring many of their points off of kills, which is an issue, or is going to be an issue later on.
0: That was a nice serve there by Baron Katarakis. Regeer and Urban Brar Go teaming up for the block against the Bisons there. It's a 15 to 8 lead with one point away from the technical already
1: Yeah, Regeer um, Obviously big on blocks um, A really good presence to have up at the front of the net. because He's able to elevate. He's able to keep his hands strong and a bit of a
0: <laughs> Whether it was a miscue on a server was on purpose. I don't know for an ace.
1: I think he meant it Looks like it and we will head to the technical Um, The UBC doubling the Bisons 16 to 8. Really impressive performance early on.
0: Jumping right out of the gates with lots of momentum are the Thunderbirds. So far, they're hitting 385 in this game compared to Manitoba, who's actually in the negatives. Uh, They've made five errors compared to their three kills so far.
2: We've seen also a few service
0: aces, which is nice. Uh, Both of them coming from Byron Ketarakis. so, Kedarak having a big impact, and we saw Keith West, a few big kills. And those are, it's it's more than just kills, it's the momentum that comes with these huge hits that West, Ferrar, McCarthy, and Kedarakas can all deliver.
1: Well, as I've been saying, Jacob, uh, Keith West is an emotional player. He rides off of momentum, off of excitement. And coming off of a big game, like he had last night, he's going to have a really big performance tonight as well, Jacob. Already leading the team in kills, and I think he's not going to slow down anytime soon.
0: Thunderbirds doing a good job on defense as well. Six digs already on the night compared to Manitoba's just two. Overall, UBC edging in almost every category. Uh, Manitoba Bison's here early on. Coming out of the technical now in the first set, UBC UBC with that 16-8 lead. Needing to split this series. Stay atop the Canada West. Currently tied. Here's Cataract is set to serve again. See what magic he can from the service line. Another great serve. That one's coming back for a free ball now for the Thunderbirds. It's rejected by Keith West, and Urban Brar somehow team up to almost get the kill. Great This block. time, another great double block. That was Joel the Rejector, as well as Pitt McCarthy on that play. Yeah. will go back to the line. He's on a streak right now. I believe this is his fourth straight serve
1: and Finn has had an excellent game so far flying Finn McCarthy Uh, obviously coming in for the uh, potentially injured uh, Matt Guidi who missed uh, both tonight and uh, last night as well but he's been a great replacement so far
0: there was a misplay on on that last uh, play Brendan Warren went up in the air and flailed his arms around a bit unable to get first touch on the ball threw off the later attempt and the Bison sailed their kill too far out of bounds 18 to 8 Thunderbirds dominating. And Katarak is an
1: immense presence from the service line so far in this one.
0: Sutherland set here. That was for Nagus. Brar keeps it alive, but it's going to be a free ball here for Manitoba. This one was kept alive, but a call against the Thunderbirds. I believe
1: that was another double touch or a net violation, actually. Always tough to lose, especially in a, in a point where you make a lot of big plays. To lose it on um, a play away from the ball is never what you want to
0: have. Legary in the game here for Adam DeUnker. LeGarry to the service line now, trying to get themselves back in this first set, down eight points.
1: Yeah, and LeGarry, one of just two non Manitoba natives on this team.
0: That one collected by Tyson Smith and <laughs> Irvin
1: Brar. <laughs> there cross it is. Court. Took him a while to get going, but he's here now. That's what you expect from Irvin Brar.
0: There's no way. If, they, if they're not right in position and he's not driving it right into your body, that you're going to collect yourselves from one of those types of spikes from Bra.
1: Yeah, and obviously he does have some uh, accuracy issues, but when he gets it down where he wants it, there's no chance.
0: Danny Aspen Leader subbed into the game for Brar. He's at the service line. Aspen Leader, second-year student, originally from Vernon, British Columbia. Clean serve across. I mean, by Sutherland.
1: And that was an interesting one. Usually, usually you don't want to prioritize accuracy over power in, a, in men's volleyball because of the nature of the ball that could be coming back at you. But that actually worked really well. It seemed to catch them off guard. We'll see if, they, if he opts for the same kind of serve again.
0: Nagus and Sutherland had a bit of miscommunication on the last play. 20-9. to nine. More than double are the Thunderbirds. As a service error by Aspen Leader. Will cause a side out. We're all right back into the game for Aspen leader now.
1: And as Manitoba's hitting percentage continues to drop. It's now at negative two three five. UBC's up at a perfectly healthy three three three, um, and assist blocks. UBC's leading in almost every major stat quarter category at the moment.
0: Serve here by Brendan Warren. It's a joust at the net, but it ended up going slightly more to the side of the Bison's, and I believe a net violation was called against Byron. Keterakis got a little overly ambitious there. It looked like it was actually going to end up in the middle of the, and the ball drifted a bit more to the Manitoba side. Got too much of a hand over. Ended up touching it. I think he actually just reached over there.
1: Warren is the serve now for the Bisons.
0: We're already talking to the officials here quickly. I think it was to check the order. Make sure everything's good and set. Warren back at the service line. Trailing 11 to 20 Thank you again for tuning in. Both Canada West and CITR. Katarakis said here miscommunication between Regeer and that was Finn McCarthy.
1: Regeer looked really disappointed that he wasn't able to bring that one back over to the uh, Thunderbird side of the court. Um, but nevertheless, they, they're still up. they got an in point lead. As long as they don't let that emotion, that the wave of emotion that they ride, if they don't let that take them down, because that's a genu- genuine risk. Uh, for a team like this, which plays so heavily based on emotion. Er, and uh,
0: just skimming over the top of the net. Keith West getting it back, and that one flying out of bounds. Him and Katarakis have a real good connection on court. They know and what they're doing. It's very, it's very difficult to stop them when they're, when they're linked up and working together as a unit. Yeah. Joel Regeer here to serve for the Thunderbirds. Regeer is fourth year, kinesiology student, originally from Kootenai, British Columbia. Courtney, British Columbia.
1: And that was a great play from Finn, but I think he might have just grazed the... Oh, it didn't, it didn't manage to stay in bounds. Um, but right idea, I think, from Finn McCarthy, when you can't exactly get the full hit off in time, just trying to push it uh, in a direction away from the rest of the players in the court, but it unfortunately landed out of bounds.
0: Serving now is Kevin Nagus. That one handled by Brar. Recollected by Ketarakis a bit as it was a bit of an overbump by Broar. Finn McCarthy getting blocked at the net, and Manitoba grabbing a bit of momentum here late. Nothing too drastic yet, still trailing by seven. But and this is where
1: something. this is where a first-year player like Finn McCarthy sort of shows his his maybe lack of experience because um, a player with more experience would have noticed that the block was coming and maybe would have um, hit either down into the block or tipped it wide. But he was able to get the right play there. Bouncing it off the block and landing out of bounds.
0: McCarthy there. It looked like the ball originally went out of bounds However, the head official awarded the point to the Thunderbirds as a tip was called on the play. Not too much dispute And I'm assuming that I might have just missed the tip then
1: Yeah
0: Aspen leader or McCarthy rather here to serve gets across nicely Miscommunication bison's almost run into one another Tyson Smith collects for the Thunderbirds. It's Keith West hot off the hands And and that was Kyle Martins the, on the play. And
1: the serve from McCarthy, not the strongest uh, physically there, but had a lot of spin on it, which caused the the unorthodox sort of bounce of the ball off of the reception. And that enabled the advantageous position, the not great attack coming over from uh, from Manitoba, and the Thunderbirds able to capitalize.
0: Finn McCarthy here set to serve for the Thunderbirds. They're winning twenty three to fourteen right now. That one well wide. That inexperience may be kicking in. Side out, it will be Verkine serving here.
1: Yep, in, in his final year, uh, Verkine, uh, engineering student, uh, Manitoba, and looking to make a mark in his final season.
0: Keith West unable to handle that hot serve, but Byron Katarakis, showing what a big presence he has at the net, recollects when it seemed to be an easy kill for the Bisons.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that the Bisons had that one wrapped up, but a huge block from Katarakis, and uh, it's now set point for the Thunderbirds here in this first set
0: is contributing to his team in every way as the ball barely gets through. Looked to be almost a service ace, but that was number 10, Grant Legary pushing it just under, actually, the hands.
1: Yeah, Keith West uh, should be careful there, complaining about a net violation, and so is Brar. Uh, want to avoid another yellow card here.
0: I think the yellow card was actually from the other game.
1: It, it was, yes, but...
0: You never we, know. They well, could get it too, you're right.
1: With all it, seems did, it seems the he did, it
2: seems he did.
1: Wow, Whoa. strong hit there. That was and Keith West putting his hands up, rejecting that. And again, with that really unorthodox... <laughs> and Keterak is trying everything in his power to get that back over, but not... not Scott Verkine, uh, wow. Yeah.
0: Before the game, we saw Verkine and Nagus both putting down really strong kills in the warm-up. And now it's actually Dustin inspiring at the line. Thunderbirds just looking for one here to clinch. Finn McCarthy gets it over. That was a set by Sutherland. This one unsuccessfully blocked by the thunderbirds creeping back are the bisons they're within six
1: i wouldn't be surprised if they can't close it out on this point uh carrie mcdonald likely to call a timeout because they need to reset and make sure they don't dig themselves too far a hole and make this a possible comeback for the bisons
0: spiring it's handled there by keith west however and a bit of a mistime but it worked out for them that was jordan de off the set from byron katarakis he was trying to go hard to the back court he dropped in a little seam in between the front and back And the Thunderbirds find themselves with a first set win of 25 to 18.
1: Yeah, DeShane, another player uh, similar to Finn McCarthy, who does not get a lot of starts, but he's making good on his opportunity like Finn McCarthy. Both of the two inserts into the starting lineup have played excellent so far in this game.
0: Thunderbirds dominating in the first set in every way. We saw a bit of a run there at the end by the Bisons, which was nice. However, hitting percentage, uh, 333 compared to negative 0.038. We have kills 13 to 8 uh, service aces 2 to 1 and the digs I think is what really proved to be big the Thunderbirds got 8 of them off some big hits we saw from Verkine, team less able to deal, handle it well um, and we have 9 block assists from Thunderbirds that's the number that really jumps out to me right now compared to a big goose egg in the category uh, for the Bisons.
1: Well I don't know about you Jacob but if you look at that hit percentage for the Manitoba they're still negative after one full set as a team that's really bad
0: too many errors yeah too many errors on their part something I ate ate the Thunderbirds alive last game uh, and so far early on it has been the it has been the uh, crippling factor against the Bisons Scott Verkine is tied along with the inspiring with two kills a piece and on the side of the Thunderbirds Keith West uh, leading the entire team right now with five kills and hitting 571. Ketarakis just with one kill, however has ten assists already and two service aces. Thunderbirds looking to keep up this momentum that they had especially early on in the first set throughout the second. It's going to be important. They don't want to lose some of the momentum that we saw the women's team do in the second and third set. They came out weak, they lost the first set, and then bounced back in the second and third. Then in the in the fourth they really lost in the the men's team if they want to get this win and keep themselves atop Canada West gonna need to keep up that momentum and that's exactly what head coach Kerry McDonald is telling them right now look around the league quickly here we have the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack losing to Mount Royal three to one Winnipeg against Trinity Western has Trinity Western up 1-0, but they are trailing in the second 3-8. Alberta is up 1-0 against UBC Oak. Saskatchewan's up 2-1 against Regina. As we're ready to kick off the second set here now, it will be interesting to see what changes to the game that the Bisons can make.
1: I think the Bisons need to play the same way that they did maybe in the first half of the first set because towards the end they sort of seemed to lose it a little bit. They lost focus. Whereas at the start of the first set they were playing with uh, purpose, with energy, with uh, determination. And I think that's what we need to see from them again in this uh, second set.
0: And it's Ketarakis. The Bison's getting a bit lucky there. Service error into his own net. We're giving him a bit of a stroke on the chin, telling him it's going to be all right. (laughs) Side out now. Quick serve there, actually, but a mistake as that was Dustin Spiring spending it too, sending the ball too wide out of court. Dr- yeah, off of service errors. I mean,
1: maybe looking to catch them off guard with that really quick set, but uh, didn't end up working out as it was uh, not taken with any sort of preparedness. And more service errors.
0: consecutive one. Irvin Barar this time opted actually to go for a bit of a lob. Simply sent it too far. Sutherland at the line. See if he can break the service error streak. That one handle well by Brar. And Joel Regeer, is a beautiful little set. Tyson Smith keeping up in there. Byron Katarakis now, Keith West. That's been a great do-all game. And Keith West puts it through the hands of number 15, Kevin Nagus, and number one, Dylan Sutherland. Now into the game is second year, Jordan Deshane originally from Surrey, BC. Joel Regeer at the service line for the Thunderbirds.
1: Yeah, Regeer had a service error his last time up trying to make good on this one. Just Almost. Outside again. Yeah. A lot of service errors so far in this one. Well, we've uh, had
0: four early on.
1: Four out of the five points and Regeer comes off for the libero.
0: Another quick serve, trying to catch UBC off guard a bit and- Tip set. Somehow, Ketarakis. Set it backwards, and Jordan Deshane put it back. It looked like that ball was going to fly, fly straight over onto the bison side. Yeah,
1: well, we saw that tip, that fake tip set play a couple times in the women's game. Didn't really work out for UBC in that one, but played to perfection here by the UBC men's team.
0: and athleticism of allowed allows it to happen. Incredibly impressive. Here comes McCarthy from the line for the birds. Tied up 3-3 here in the second set.
1: That was much better than his serves in the first set. I'll give you that.
0: That one originally handled by Spiring. And blocked was Verkine on that play. Sutherland with the set here and opted for a left hand. It was a bit of like a one-handed dump.
1: Impressive from Breyer to keep it alive as uh, Smith plays it over.
0: Free ball here for the Bisons. And it looks like they weren't going to come out with it, but they're barely able to keep it just in the court. Nice kill, though, for the Bisons.
1: Yeah, finding right uh, the corner where you want to get that ball because there's often nobody covering that part of the court.
0: Verkine on that play. Serving for the Bisons on the side out is Dustin Spiring. Excuse me, it is Brendan Warren. Handled by Keith West, Irvin Brar, and bit of miscommunication from McCarthy. Got it, but it's another free ball for the Bisons. Double block attempt between between DeShane and Keith West is unsuccessful.
1: Yeah, the reception from Brar ended up going backwards. Not what you want to see generally, um, but... Uh, and as I said, that first touch—if it—if it goes backwards, you're not going to be able to win the point. Usually, you just give the the other team too much of a chance to get a really good kill in.
0: Brendan Warren of the service line, a few fa- a few fans chanting his name. However, it is a ace for Warren on that play. Thunderbirds unable to crowd themselves. Need to following here. 3-6 to six right now, needing to regroup, get themselves back on track. Warren with another serve, handled well there by Keith West, much better than the previous time. Backcourt attack, that's big time rejected by Dustin's firing.
1: Yeah, and a really good performance um, in this second set early on. Uh, the hitting percentage of the uh, Bisons was negative point zero three eight in the first set, but it's up to five hundred now. Um, they're winning 7-3 to three after being pretty much decimated in the first set.
0: It's interesting because Warren's serves aren't necessarily that great, and I believe that's a net violation. That is a net violation. It's unfortunate as that would have been a clear point for the Thunderbirds. I I think it's been their inability to handle the serves, which we saw earlier.
2: Yeah, and
1: obviously uh, after a bad run of play, uh, Kerry McDonald uh, maybe trying to ice the kicker a little bit, but maybe also just trying to reset his own team.
0: Matt Guidi is here at the game, but he's not suited up. As well as Fenema, I believe, are both not eligible today to play. Yep, it's indeed Cam Fenema and Mac Weedy. Both of them sitting out. Weedy is a big presence. Weedy is a uh, fifth-year right side for the Thunderbirds, and he works really well on court, especially with Barar and Ketterakis. Both all three of those players being some of the veterans on the team.
1: Yeah, the the big presences of Fenema and. Um, Gede obviously missed, but um, Deshane and McCarthy have done an excellent job replacing them so far in this one.
0: Serving again is Brendan Warren, who's on a bit of a streak here. Deshane so far with two kills on the night. Bra handles the serve, much better this there time for is. the Thunderbirds. Unfortunately, no, they they got it. Indeed, the point is awarded. Line, <laughs> line, and the. Official referee dispute about whether it was in or not. But yeah, it was very close. Line. It was on the line. On the and line. It was awarded to the Thunderbirds. Much Keith needed. Yes, They're absolutely. Look at that call went their way.
1: Yeah, and Keith West uh, potentially able to put in some big serves. He had some really good ones in the
0: first set. Here he is again. We'll see what he can do. He goes for that high serve. This one goes into the net. Service error. He was back. The Bison's the ball, and Thunderbirds unable to build any momentum after that long run by Brendan Warren at the service line. Now it will go to Kevin Nagus.
1: Nagus one of the outstanding players on this team but unable to get the service in and he had some trouble serving in the first set as well.
0: Service errors, we already have seven for the Thunderbirds. I believe that was just the third one for the Bisons. But you can't live with seven service errors and expect to win a game. No, well, we'll per hope set, to see. Per set, never mind.
1: Yeah, well, and Jordan Deshane uh, is going to come in here and hope to end the run of service errors and puts one in.
0: Set by Sutherland here, and that was a nice back row attack by Dunker. Long set to Irvin Barr, barely kicks it over. Tried to do a bit of a trick play. Unsuccessful, oh. but Sutherland finding some space on the floor. Great job.
1: Yeah, Sutherland with the... Um, the classic setter going up to the set and then tipping it over with authority.
0: To the service line is Verkine. We saw stare down, I believe it was Finn McCarthy earlier in this game. Verkine, player with a lot of impact for the Bison team. McCarthy there, that time getting it past Verkine off the tip of one of his teammates, I believe it was Unker. The Thunderbirds will remain in possession, still trailing 6-10 here. However, Katarakis, who's one of the best servers for the Thunderbirds, at the line.
1: That's a great serve. Find
0: success there. Somehow keeps it alive, thanks to the libero. That was Kyle Martins. And here, they're keeping themselves alive after more blocks. Nice set here, though, for Irvin Brar.
1: And the rejection.
0: Who's big-time rejected. Yeah. how so far that ball bounced off the block. Oh, yeah. It's hard to That's keep your hands there when someone like Brar is going up. Uh, very good job. Yeah. That's inspiring.
1: Brar looked like he didn't really get on top of it like he normally tends to if he's going to make a big hit. He sort of was aligned with it rather than above it. But there's Regeer.
0: So Regeer putting it down for the Thunderbirds after the failed kill by Brar.
1: Yeah, known for his blocks but finding some offense of his own.
0: The Here comes Brar from the line now.
1: Burst had a bit of a disappointing game, honestly, Jacob. Yeah. And Somewhere, there he goes, yeah. yeah, reception error again.
0: That one was a bit tricky, it did tip the net, but Brar did miss it. Surge, he's not going for his usual serve, and that might say something about him, that he's not feeling quite his normal self. You're used to seeing that big lob, uh, jump serve from him. Southern opts for a similar serve. Bit of a standing, make sure. And Regeer again.
1: Offense going through Regeer, not something you've usually seen with this UBC Thunderbirds but team. But I think he's stepping up. He is, he is, he is,
2: yeah. Was, was not.
1: Yeah, obviously his nickname, the Rejector, known primarily for his blocks, uh, Joel Regeer. But he's putting in an excellent offensive performance tonight.
0: That was Regeer's third kill of the night. Leading the Thunderbirds is Keith West with six. Regeer committing a service error there.
1: The service has been really bad so far for the Thunderbirds. Maybe they're one... A uh, major, major fault in this one has been service errors. Um, Eight they'll of them hope, now. To, and they'll hope to clean that up uh, in the late stages, later stages of the game. Keith West, well, that's Keith West.
0: Great job. However, Adam Unker doing a nice job getting the ball back. Actually, for a perfect set opportunity. And
3: d- oh, flying Finn fin.
0: McCarthy, puts it right in the middle of the court. No chance for the Bisons.
1: And he is enjoying his uh, rare start. He's been excellent, excellent. Um, Obviously, with the uh, two starters injured, both Deshane and McCarthy putting in great performances.
0: Finn McCarthy now at the line to serve. Still trailing 9-13 here. No timeouts have been taken yet. Another service error. And the top of the net, kicked the ball a little wide. Too long on the serve. Another service error. Nine. Through a set and a half. Yeah,
1: that's getting up there.
0: And Brendan Warren... Now at the line for the Bison. If the
1: Thunderbirds aren't able to close this out, I think that'll be one of the major reasons why. But
0: <laughs> and Brar not finding any luck today. Usually those backcourt attacks are unstoppable.
1: Yeah, but the, if you know, the, the one thing about a backcourt attack is that it needs longer time to set up than a frontcourt a- attack because the set is generally higher. And that means there's more time for the defense to get a good block in.
0: Brendan Warren at the service line. Crowd still chanting his name probably to mess him up more than anything. But that was Jordan DeShane, the Thunderbirds, putting it down. Second year, making his presence felt on the court. 10 to 15, Thunderbirds trying to get back into this before the Bisons go to the technical.
1: Uh, Keith West going on a run could be very helpful for the team here. Oh, well that's gonna take us to the technical on a low note for the Thunderbirds. But a really impressive comeback performance here in the second from the Manitoba team because they look just completely outclassed in the first Jacob
0: Thunderbirds falling a bit too from their first set performance but like you said Manitoba the big difference is they have zero uh, errors in the second set I mean that's the hugest difference whereas the Thunderbirds it's not huge but they've committed four um, but in the first set Manitoba has not committed nine errors not, and that's the big fault that's why their hitting percentage is now up to 417 rather than the dismal negative point uh
3: 038.
0: Manitoba doing a good job getting themselves back into this game. Leading here 16 to 10. Scott Verkind tied with Dustin Spiring and Kevin Nagus atop the Bison team with three kills apiece.
1: Yeah, one worrying thing for the Bison's team uh, even after this uh, impressive start to the second set. Um, most of their kills are most of their points are not coming through kills they have less kills even in this set than they did in the last one um, and it's just it's not high uh, they only have five kills so far um, but they scored almost a similar number of points so they've scored 16 here 18 in the last but they're just not getting the kills in they're relying more on service errors from UBC and similar uh, issues on the defensive end
0: serve here that was from Kevin Nagus. Yeah, only 13 total kills for them so far. There wow. it is. <laughs> there's Brar. He's coming back. And unfortunately, that was a bit of a miss serve, and there's a net violation called against.
1: Yeah, and Irvin Brar is not happy that it could call went against him. Neither is Byron Katarakis. It's called against
0: the Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds thought it was called against the Bison. Yeah. I think both of them honestly kind of went over at the same time, it seemed like. Yeah,
1: it's hard when the when they're both, there's just suggest the net to call the net violation one way when technically both teams broke the rules.
0: Kevin Nagus serving again we saw Brar, maybe that'll give him some extra life. (laughs) That was Jordan DeShane putting it down in the middle of the court. Straight down on that angle.
1: Yeah, Jordan DeShane uh, having a much better performance. Uh, The story in the first was really Finn McCarthy's um, performance as maybe someone who doesn't often get into the starting lineup, but in the second it's been DeShane.
0: DeShane is now at the line to serve. Handled by the Bisons, and that was Verkine. Keeping it just in bounds on the line. He's Excellent had a few accuracy. Nice backcourt kills.
1: Yeah, I, he's been the main uh, way that the offense has come from the backcourt. Um, UBC's have been having a lot of trouble with backcourt hits, but it's been very successful for the Manitoba team so far. As Keith West comes out of the game, and Ben Chow, the uh, Canadian beach volleyball uh, player, uh, makes his uh, appearance for the first time in this game.
0: Fifth-year student studying comp sci, computer science here at the University of British Columbia. Served by Verkine, coming in hot just like that. Oh. <laughs> Byron Katarakis, Joel Regeer, another nice kill for him up front.
1: And the, the offense has been really distributed this game in a way that it usually hasn't been for the Thunderbirds team. If you look at the kills, Keith West has six, DeShane has five, Regeer has five, McCarthy has five. It's very spread out. It's not the sort of everything-going-through-bar offense that you usually see,
0: and wow. And that almost was a service error, but it ended up barely going over the net somehow, what was more impressive was the Bisons were able to recover. And the Finn Bisons McCarthy are having an now.
1: excellent defensive point here. Uh, they're not letting anything even come close to the ground.
0: And McCarthy poked it over and it looked like it was fall in. Both teams not willing to give up. This play is still rolling as that was Joel gear tipping it over. Free ball now for Manitoba, however, driven into the hands, kept alive. We'll see what they can do. They get somehow, it over. Somehow, Katarakis keeps it in play and they missed their own attempt. And that's four on the play. They thought the play was over.
1: It is. Now it is. <laughs> and look at the reaction of Tyson Smith. He's loving it. And Irvin Brar is loving it. And when you
0: get those kind of plays that we see, the extra effort, sticking your arm out, kicking it back both players, it was Cataractors who got the ball over, but I believe Tyson Smith who got it to him. And then winning the point? Yeah, Momentum. that's got to feel good. And, Momentum.
1: and now they've got one of their best servers here uh, up at the line.
0: That time a little more definitive on the serve as the last one was a bit too close for comfort. Joel Regeer doing Regeer. A nice job. Can he pass the hands of Scott Burkine?
1: He might need a new nickname. One that maybe applies more to his offensive prowess because he's been excellent in this one.
0: Timeout taken here by Garth Pishke. It's his 36th season with yeah, the Bison. W- we
1: thought 31 was impressive from the, the men's team coach uh, in... Um, Uh, ken bentley but 36 that's even that's even longer and by a not insignificant amount
0: and last year you were talking to me before the game about how successful this manitoba team was they came in first in canada west
1: yeah last year they were a lot more successful this year they're sort of middling they're six and seven they're not doing excellent um but yeah i i think they'll bounce back they honestly like with a coach that's been with the team for so long that knows the ins and outs of this Canada West Conference. Uh, I think it's only a matter of time before they start improving, and they have been excellent here in this second set. It was,
0: they proved themselves last night. They beat UBC. Yeah. number one right now. So definitely, definitely anything is possible with this Manitoba team. Currently winning this second set, 18-14, uh, to 14, and we're about to get started again. Ben Chow, again, on the court for the Thunderbirds. However, Byron Ketarekis is hot, and the Thunderbirds have the momentum. Hopefully... Garth Pischke was hoping to break up some of that momentum with the timeout break. Katarakis from the service line is very, very strong. We'll see what he can do. Just kicks that one over, taken up by Kyle Martins and handled easily by Tyson Smith. Good opportunity, Joel Regeer trying to <laughs> just dump it in. Adam Dunker getting it back in. Nice Huge block. block.
1: That's excellent from Regeer and uh, McCarthy. And another big one, it's Regeer. There's the rejector.
0: He's very impressive all sides of the court today. This is
1: one of the better games I've seen him play.
0: He's, on, he's thinking off-ball where to be ahead of time.
1: Excellent positioning. You're absolutely right.
0: Katarakis again to serve. They're just down by three now. One point it was as big as eight.
1: And there it is again. There's an
0: ace off the hands of Kyle Martin.
1: Flying into the stands, very nearly hitting an unfortunate fan in the head, but she was able to duck out of the way.
0: They're down to t- just two-point differential here, wanting to win the second set and not make this another five set affair tonight.
1: They want to go home.
0: Just getting that one over, but it's an ace.
1: I don't think he meant that. I don't think that was intentional, but he'll take it.
0: Well, works, works, I guess. And they need another timeout. ketarakis is hot. The Thunderbirds are riled up. And they got themselves right back into the second set. When it looks like it was going clearly in the side. Uh, in favor of the Manitoba Bisons.
1: Yeah, I don't think they want to let what happened last night happen again. The, the the Bisons were the better team. They showed up to play and the Thunderbirds didn't. The Thunderbirds are trying to make a statement right now.
0: Four aces already on the night for Byron is Very impressive. Keith West still leading the team with six kills. But this momentum bit has really got them going. As a team so far in the game, they're hitting three oh six, whereas Manitoba is just hitting Barely over .08. The one part that has really uh, bit the Thunderbirds has been their service errors, which is already up to ten.
1: And that's too high. Like, you, I mean, obviously they are winning, or winning in sets, and I'm about to tie it in the second set here, um, and definitely looking like the better team. But a service error is something that you shouldn't be letting happen ten times in the first two sets.
0: Free ball here, and that's Finn McCarthy. <laughs> I thought you were gonna jinx the tie, but it's tied up. Mm. It's 18 to 18 now. Ketarakis yeah. is still at the line. Ketarakis, we were talking about service errors. He's been clean the last five times, of course. he's so probably gonna jinx something here, but.
1: Eh, uh, it's okay. We'll see.
0: But he's been strong uh, throughout this streak from the service line. Nope, that looks good. Hits it over again.
1: Putting together a great service run is is uh, Ketarakis. And.
0: Handled by Sutherland. And they will get the point. He hit it too far. It sounded like it hit his finger.
1: Yeah. I'm not really sure what happened because it seemed like both both teams had a claim to the point, but the Thunderbirds uh, now leading for the first time in this set.
0: Is this a seven-point run right now?
1: Uh, it's, I think so, because they were up to it's at least a six-point run, maybe seven.
0: Six-point run. Impressive, nevertheless. Katarakis still at the line, keeping the Thunderbirds going. This one is handled by the libero of the team. That one blocked. But the point is awarded to the Bisons as it stayed on the Thunderbird side.
1: And it's very impressive that we've seen the Thunderbirds battle all the way back. It is tied at 19 here in the second set.
0: Set to serve for the Bisons is number 12, Dustin Spiring. Handled by Ben Chow. And Regeer <laughs> driving it through. They can't handle Regeer through the middle right now.
1: This is I've never seen them play offense through Reguia this much, and it's working really well for them.
0: Chow out, and they're bringing Keith West back in. Brar out as well. Brar hasn't had the biggest game by any means, but where he's been faltering, his other teammates have picked up. Because his serving's been a little bit lackluster, they're going to put Danny Aspen leader to the line to see what he can do. He did commit a service error earlier in the game. Hoping to clean up that right now. Does indeed. Handled here by Sutherland for the set, as Deunker, and this is going to be a joust at the net. Maybe not. <laughs> it's it was Finn a McCarthy. Set Finn McCarthy, wow! What a game! Thunderbirds are rolling right now. And I
1: have never seen this level of like complete domination from every position. Keith West hitting amazing. Irvin Brar, like Finn McCarthy, Joel, Re- Joel Re- Regeer.
0: doing everything. Absolutely. Not just blocking tonight. Astman again set to serve.
1: Ooh. Looking Another to just clip the airborne. top of the net, yeah. Well, I mean, he'll come back out for uh, Brar now, but gave it a shot. He's laughing it off. And the Bisons, or the Thunderbirds now clinging to a slim one-point lead, but they were so far down that I'm incredibly impressed that they were able to battle back this much.
0: 21-20 Thunderbirds. Like you said, barely in the again. lead. And it's again. But there's a call against the.
1: No, it is again yeah. It was a net violation, I believe.
0: Against the Bisons, Yeah, actually. against the Bisons. So the Thunderbirds awarded the point, whether they, whether it was on the violation or not. Asmolier had a nice kill there if, if there wasn't a violation ahead.
1: And the, it's not usual because, like, Finn McCarthy is now seen as a legitimate attacking threat, and they're making mistakes because they're trying to defend against him.
0: Joel Regeer here, set to serve. Gets it over, and this is right <laughs> back to <from> the Thunderbird <laughs> side. That's Jordan Deshane. Jordan Thanks. Deshane was Thank having none
1: much. of that not interested in what they're trying to put out
0: 23 to 20 this has been an incredible run just one point for the for the bisons in the last 10 ubc thunderbird points
1: incredibly impressive and maybe joel regear can do it from this side of the court as well
0: that one handled there by burkine just enough and that one's going too far. Another point will be awarded to the Thunderbirds. And
1: can you believe it? It's set point for the Thunderbirds. I thought the Bison's had this set wrapped up, ready to go to set three tied at one. But it could instead be a almost insurmountable two nothing lead here for the Thunderbirds. Instead.
0: And if they had more timeouts, I'm sure they'd take them. Fortunately, the Bison's all out. Joel Regeer mm. that time sending it too far on the set point chance 24 to 21 UBC still winning the second set as it will be Adam Deunker who's one of these strongest players if not the strongest player on this Bison team and Falling the, short yeah and
1: take the set
0: that's disappointing if you're Adam Dunker you're the team leader in kills and coming up short on the service uh service attempt all you got to do is get it over the net thunderbirds up 2-0 here very different story than last night
3: they are looking to sweep
0: after a hard-fought battle against the bisons and that resulted in a loss that second set right there that we just saw the thunderbirds were averaging 400 percent with 16 kills they did commit four errors but they're all it was all in the beginning part of the set There was a part where they went on a six point run, one point was given back to the Bisons, and then went for another four points. Impressive.
1: Yeah, that's resiliency right there because the Bisons looked like they had the set like completely under control. They knew what they were doing. They were expecting, all right, we've got this. We'll go into the third set tied at one. We'll win it, come back. They were expecting the same thing as last night, but the Thunderbirds are not having any of it because they know what happened last night and they don't want that to happen again.
0: I was mentioning when Zunker went to the how he's one of the best players. He's off tonight. He has five errors already. He's hitting negative .125 and he needs to step up his game. He's a leader on this team. There's a good reason why they're trailing two sets to the right now. Verkine's, Verkine's playing well, um, but De'Anker really struggling here.
1: I think in this kind of situation, you sort of have to accept the fact that your top player maybe isn't having the best night and maybe work through Verkine instead.
0: Kevin Nagas also having an off night, hitting negative .154 for the, for the Bisons. Looking again around the league, quick update here. We have Mount Royal again with that win, 3-1 against Thompson Rivers. Trinity Western now up 2-0 and winning the third set against Winnipeg. Alberta up 2-0 and winning the third set as well. Eight to four, Saskatchewan beat Regina three to one. We're looking forward to an exciting third set that could give the Thunderbirds a sweep here tonight, Eric.
1: Yeah, I think it's looking that way at the moment. Honestly, if you start out a set really well and then lose the plot and like that that run, that, uh, what did you say, it was a 10-1 run, yeah. That must have destroyed them. I don't think they'll come back quite as strong in the third set as they did in the second.
0: The Thunderbirds, as mentioned, distributed attack. Finn McCarthy now actually in the lead for kills with eight. Surpassed Keith West. That's great to see McCarthy, who's got to start tonight, leading the team with kills.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is a really distributed offense. We, There's four players with over six kills. That's incredibly impressive. And two of them aren't regular starters either.
0: Katarakis with four aces. The big error right now that the Thunderbirds need to avoid is from the service line. They have, I wanna say 12 service errors. Yeah, indeed, 12 service errors compared to Manitoba's four. And I get it, they're going for these big ace kills, but when you you have four aces, which is a good number, compared next to 12 service errors, which is a terrible number, it doesn't even out. It doesn't even out. in my mind. What do, you, what do you think about that? Like going please, I, I going see where you're coming from. Kills. I
1: see where you're coming from, but it's also what that does do is that when you get, like, yeah, there's there's they've got four races, and that's good. but And they've obviously all come from Ketarakis. But it throws you off from a defensive perspective if you have services that are coming over hard, uh, coming over with a lot of speed on them. That's really tough to deal with, even if they aren't all connecting, even if there's a lot of service areas. It makes the ones that do get over that much harder to deal with because of the psychological effect of, of, of fast serve.
0: How would you react if I told you Irvin Brar isn't even in the top four for kills tonight? I, uh,
1: well, If I hadn't watched the game, I'd be surprised. But honestly, he hasn't been getting a look in. He's got a negative hitting percentage. He's the only red on the team to do so. But... Before the game, if you had told me that, I would have been a lot more surprised than I am now because it's just, it hasn't been working for him.
0: And Regeer, what a presence offensively today. Yeah. Awesome, awesome look from him. Six kills, and th- they've been very well-timed in the middle of that big run. And Regeer has has uh, gotten kills that have given the Thunderbirds the ball back, uh, and as well as Jordan DeShane, players who haven't always had a big presence. Uh, Keith West has been very prominent throughout the season by people like Finn McCarthy, DeShane over here. Storylines of this game in my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said in the um, in the women's game earlier when um, the top, top players for uh, the Bisons weren't really playing now all that well. Sometimes you need to have other players that can come in and pick up the slack. And right now, Keith West, Finn McCarthy, Jordan DeShane all doing that to an excellent extent.
0: We are about ready to get this third set underway. UBC looking to sweep the Bisons in the second game. Stats all stacked in the favor of UBC. Kills almost double that of Manitoba. UBC's currently at 29 to just 16. As we start this set on a very poor note for the Bisons, that was, that was De'Anker. Yeah,
1: and you see Danny Aspenlighter on the sideline taking credit for that service error.
0: That was De'Anker sending it wide. Yeah, he, He's he's off.
1: And the the difference is, like, the best player for UBC is having an off night as well, but there isn't anyone coming to pick up the slack on the Bison's.
0: Comes down to depth, in a big part. Joel Regier now serving. This ball is back for Dunker, who's blocked at net, set by Kedarakis. Back rope attempt. Just, keep it in.
1: Oh man. Just wide,
0: and I think they wanted a tip, to, a tip as well. Don't get the tip call. That was Keith West
1: and like I said this it doesn't just apply to services it applies to hits too if there's hits coming down with power even if they aren't all landing it makes the ones that do land that much more effective and that much more difficult to deal with as a defensive player
0: this is Brendan Warren at the service line now for the bisons just clips the net and barely makes it over and brar now coming in for the kill <laughs> knocks over Dunker and Brar coming back that one's saved by Sutherland
1: brar wants this bad he wants to take his place back. He wants to make sure he's making an impact on this free game, ball. but it's, it's McCarthy.
0: Free ball!
1: And they did really well to deal with it. I've seen a lot of teams tonight, both, this, both the teams in the men's game and both the teams in the women's game, did not take advantage of free balls in the best way, but that was the perfect way to execute it. Got a wide open hitting lane for Finn McCarthy.
0: I liked what I just saw out of Barra too, although he didn't get the kill. Um, putting out some really good hits that, that are definite improvements from his first two sets. Nice dig there by Tyson Smith. Set here for Ketarakis. Braar. Yeah, blocked Brar out of bounds. can't get that one over, but it gets blocked out of bounds.
1: I think that was um, awareness that he maybe lacked in the first set of seeing where the block was, having time to process where the block was, and pushing it so that it was blocked out of bounds rather than being blocked back onto the Thunderbird side of the court.
0: Ketarakis is at the service line. Thank you for tuning in both at CITR and Canada West. You're listening to this night's edition of Thunderbird Volleyball. This is the men's team taking on the Manitoba Bisons as we just saw a nice dump to the back of the court.
1: Yeah, and it looked like uh, Tyson Smith had a shot at that, but he just sort of seemed to lose his footing there.
0: Nagus now set to serve for the Bisons. They're trailing 3-2 to two here in this third set in 2-0 in set count.
1: Nagus, another top player for this team that's been relatively quiet in this one.
0: Yeah, he also has a negative hitting percentage on the day. You
1: know who hasn't been quiet? Jordan Duchesne.
0: Jordan Duchesne is having a game. Negus is currently hitting negative .154. Yeah, and
1: the two big players, Deunker and Negus for Manitoba, both hitting in the negative.
0: And to Shane on the other end, six sixty seven.
1: <laughs> Insane. Joel Regier is also hitting six sixty seven.
0: And that one just staying in bounds for Sutherland. Nice kill, cross court, right on the line. Here comes Scott Verkine now to the line. Manitoba's lost a bit of that, that that passion that I think they came out with in the first, except for that last serve. Yeah, well, I
1: think this is the real Thunderbird team as Regeer, or, or McCarthy, rather, uh, unfortunately rejected there. But definitely the Thunderbirds are coming out looking like the team that we thought they were, not like the team that we saw last night. And I think as a result, maybe the, the Manitoba team doesn't really have the same sort of drive to win because they don't think they can in this one. That one was way overcooked from... Uh, Berkind. From Verkine.
0: And, and right when I think the Bisons have a chance to get back in and grab momentum, that's been happening to them. It, not, not necessarily in service errors, because that's been all Thunderbirds this game, but the small things, the, the net violations, or whether it's just a misplay, miscommunication. It's been small things that have kept them out of this game. Lucky for them, Jordan Deshane hits into their own net.
1: Yep, service errors continue to be a problem for the Thunderbirds. Yes, that's their 13th, I believe. Yeah.
0: Thirteen service errors compared to just five for the Bisons. This is a set here by Catarrakis, and it was a great opportunity for,
2: it
0: was Regeer, and it looked like it went out of bounds, but there was a hand on it. Thunderbirds awarded the point, Finn McCarthy at the line. Here comes Finn McCarthy, having a nice game himself. Leading with nine kills.
1: And who would have thought that a player that doesn't even normally get to start would lead the team in
0: kills? Nice kill by Nagus off the hands of both Smith and as They were kind of blown away how hard that one came in.
1: Yeah, and this, this set has been much better for the Bisons. They're actually tied. Um, no deficit and definitely not the sort of crumbling uh, failure to you know, close at a set that we saw in the second.
0: Keith West getting a nice tip on the ball that he hit. It went wide, but the tip gives the Thunderbirds the point. 76 and West is now at the line.
1: A lot of points from the Thunderbirds in earlier in this uh, third set have come off of hitting into the block, but hitting right where they want it to go to make sure it comes out.
0: Mishandled there by, that was thus inspiring. Adam Dunker opting not to try and dive into the chairs to recover it. Here comes Keith West again 8-6 lead for the Thunderbirds That was a service ace last time This one blocked nicely A set for Ketarakis Who's been great all game and <laughs> It's marked in bounds just must Yeah, that was excellent
1: shot. Really good accuracy to keep it just on the line And get it down there with pace
0: And his nickname, it comes a good reason He gets yeah. off
1: yeah. He's been really getting elevated Making amazing uh, kill attempts And succeeding with
0: a lot of them McCarthy's 10th kill on the night. Now we're taking a timeout as the Bisons try and regroup here. Pischke trying to figure out what he can do to get this team back in the game. They do look a bit defeated over on the bench, Most of the majority of the players sitting down. When you look over at the Thunderbirds bench, standing up, attentive, ready to work on new plays from their uh, coach Kerry McDonald. and. At this point, you've got to get over the mental barrier, and you have to get one of those big plays that's momentum switch. So the Thunderbirds gotten that second set, it's, and that's all it took. This could very well have been a one-to-one uh, game right now, and if that were the case, I think the Bisons would have a lot more energy and be a lot more in this one.
1: If I if I was the the Bisons, I would bring a couple subs on, not because the the players out there are playing bad, but... Neither team has really used their bench in this one, but obviously the starters for UBC amazing, as we see from Brar, the resilience.
0: Great, great job by Keith West Kevin to keep Nagus the ball alive, alive but Kevin Nagus driving it down hard. Middle. Under the hand of Tyson Smith, and that will give the point to the Bisons. Serving now is Unker. who's had an off game. That one clipped the net, but went over. Finn McCarthy again from <laughs> the back row. hard What up a hand. game
1: from Finn McCarthy.
0: Dustin Spiring unable to handle that one. That one very well might have went out of bounds, but it's so hard to react when it's that close.
1: It looked like it might have clipped the line even so. And as I said earlier in the women's game, if you don't know where the ball's going to go and you have to decide in a split second whether to leave it or play it, if you do get contact on it, it's not going to be the ideal amount of contact.
0: Here comes Joel Regeer now. Gets that one over. That one also mishandled by Spiring. And this is Verkine. <laughs> Just gets it over.
1: That ended up re- being like a really good serve or a really good set for being like a bump from the bottom right corner. It sort of found its way exactly into the path of the hitter.
0: Breyer almost recovered, but unable to uh, completely pancake the his hand under the ball. Here is Warren back at the line. Warren having a relatively quiet night. Does have four digs and four blocks on the night.
1: A bit of miscommunication there. Tyson Smith just able to get it over. Joel and then the Brar. Man.
0: There was no chance.
1: No one really went up for it other than Brar. It was, we saw that in the first set, too. It, was, it looked like a perfect opportunity for a joust, and only a Thunderbird rose to meet it.
0: Tyson's are messy right now. It's third set. Although they're hitting well percentage-wise, it's the communication that's lacking. Here comes Ketarakis. That one's... Their, uh, in their in uh, their big big crippling disadvantage here tonight, it's that service error.
1: And that's from Ketteracis too, who's been the only like good server in this one. He's got four aces. That's four of the team's five aces. But unfa- he, even he's susceptible to the service errors as well.
0: And McCarthy barely able to get over a bit of a free ball here for Manitoba. That one. Opting to let it go out. But really? There's a tip called on the play. I don't
1: think there was any contact, and Briar's really upset. It
0: didn't look like it. They're currently arguing. We'll see what. <laughs> Nothing's going to come of that. There never... There hardly ever is anything no. that comes of it. <laughs> no. It's and just you can't... Your point, just sometimes your point you just
1: calls. can't. Like, and refs make bad calls. It's part of the game, and you've got to sort of deal with it.
0: gets at the service line. One handled by Smith.
1: And, and There's Brar. Brar getting involved in this third set. Maybe a quiet night for Brar, but he's back. And
0: that had to do a bit, I think, with that call from that ref. He, from the official, he was yeah. not happy with that.
1: Yeah, and he put all of his. That's what you should do. If you're angry at an official, don't direct it at the official. Direct it into your play and play better as a result.
0: Still a light serve from Brar. This one handled well by Keith West. He's been good actually up front. Finn wow. McCarthy wow. again. Finn McCarthy off the head, it looked like of uh, Dustin's firing. That's from going to west. East west, perfect. And that wasn't so much of a downward spike, but it was a it cross was on court. A line right to the back right of the court. Great job. The
1: the accuracy has been really impressive from most of the players that have a lot of kills. Looking at Regier, looking at Kedarakis, looking or not Ketarakis, looking at uh, McCarthy and Deshane. They've all been extremely accurate in their heading.
0: This is a very good third set. Both teams hitting over 400 so far. That's Verkine dropping it in. Nice dig. Oh. And right as I said it. Irvin Bride trying to get it a little too much power behind that one, sending it beyond the baseline of the court and out.
1: I think he was looking for uh, hopefully one of the Bison players to get contact on it and have a tip.
0: Here's Verkine at the line.
1: Finn McCarthy has seven more kills than he had last night, and this is his this is the best night of his U uh, Sports career.
0: Jordan Deshane, another great assist by Byron Keterakis. Fantastic job from Ketarakis all night with those assists. So far tonight, Ketarakis is already up to thirty-three assists.
1: Look at the look at the hitting percentage of some of the top players on this uh, UBC team. If you look at um, Joel Regier, he's hitting over seven hundred. If you look at Jordan 6'3", six three six. Keith West four six two. They've been excellent tonight.
0: That was Danny Aspen leader hanging into the net. That was his third service error. He only has actually converted one serve.
1: And he's been brought on as a service specialist and just not able to convert. He's laughing it off. Off night, it happens. Irvin Burris had an off night too. Still has, you know, five kills. <laughs> but j- hitting just .5, .059, that's an off night for him.
0: This one handled well by Keith West. He's been great off the serve. And, and dumping it in.
1: I think they're going to call that a kill.
0: Joel, good job finding the open space. Thunderbirds have done a nice job finding open space, whether it be kills or dumps tonight. And and now set to serve is Finn McCarthy. Here comes Finn McCarthy with a service ace. There you go. Beautiful. Finn McCarthy just really finding his stride here tonight.
1: Yeah, and great to see some of the surface success spread around from someone other than Byron Katarakis.
0: Exactly. That is going to take us to the technical. Thunderbirds up 16-12 to 12 in a very clean and well-played third set. Both sides still hitting about 400. There's been three errors by UBC and zero committed by Manitoba. Manitoba, where they're really struggling is getting those kills. They're getting a lot of their points off of errors on the side of UBC, and that's something... That can help you along, but it can't be your main. It can't be your main, uh, hope to win a game.
1: Just an insane game from some of the players that you usually don't see this sort of uh, play from. Obviously, Briar, normally the star of the show, not having his best night. But you look at McCarthy, West, Deshane, Regeer. These four have been the story of the game. They all have over eight kills. McCarthy has 11. That's his best performance of the season by far.
0: Worth Worth mentioning, too, Katarakis. we're only two and a half, maybe two and two-thirds, if you want to say, ways through these sets, and he has 34 assists. You keep that up, that's over. If that was a five-set game, that's close to 50, 60, yeah. you know? Yeah,
1: he's had, he's had an excellent game. Katarakis always, always a great player for this team.
0: Yeah, that'd be something around like 60, 65 assists for a night. Now, uh, we are, now we are now we're back and ready after the technical. This is Finn McCarthy to serve for the Thunderbirds. Good job by Finn. A bit softer than some of his past serves, and I believe that's a double touch called against Finn McCarthy on that play. Is hit his wrist and then he rolled it off of his fingers. Mm.
1: Finn McCarthy is actually playing uh, a new position for the first time in his UBC career. Always uh, the center, uh, usually, but obviously playing right side because Matt geedy uh, out with an injury, uh, Finn McCarthy has um, four more kills than his career high he 's having an excellent excellent night. His career high at Alberta was seven kills he 's now got eleven in this one.
0: play is marked dead here trying to figure out what exactly is happening. I believe there is a uh, officials are checking whether it be scoring or it might be the rotation of the players.
1: Yeah, and you see the rotation being double-checked here by the Thunderbirds coach.
0: There was a, a buzzer that got marked up. I can't <laughs> tell if that was triggered on purpose by the officials. See what happens.
1: Looks like we're good to go.
0: It was a bit of a strange marking as the serve had actually already been sent across, and Bison's a bit frustrated by that. But we'll reset here. Still 16-13, to favor of the Thunderbirds. And it is Dylan Sutherland set to serve for the Bisons.
1: Yep, Dylan Sutherland, also a rookie, and he's been pretty good in this game. Uh, Quiet, but most of the Bisons have been. Keith West
0: (laughs) getting rejected. However, he put it in hard enough that it bounced out of bounds, and he gets the point. Keith West is so strong with those kills.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to send a Keith West serve or a Keith West hit rather back over where you want it to go because it's just coming in so hard. You just want to get a hand on it, and that usually drives it out of bounds.
0: Sutherland, nice set for Verkine, and it's almost blocked by the Thunderbirds, but driven through the hands of Ketarakis. They got the play was marked dead. Thunderbirds a bit frustrated with the call, talking to the officials about it, and we will have a substitute now for Ben Chow. Rather, Ben Chow is substituting in for Keith West, serving for the Bisons is Donker, looking to turn around this game for himself. Tyson Ross, or Tyson Smith, a bit of a mishandle.
1: They're actually going with two Libros at the moment. Ben Chow, um, not registered as a Libro in this game, but has that sort of ability to move around defensively. As I mentioned before, he's on the Canadian National Beach volleyball team. Beach volleyball is a sport in which you need to be able to cover more ground in the court, and that's a really good way for a libero to develop his skills. Obviously, two in the backcourt. They're clearly concerned with some sort of defensive issue right now.
0: There was a net violation on the last call. It is 17-15 as Irvin had a beautiful look but sent it just wide outside the line. It's yeah. unfortunate. He had, a, he had a very good kill attempt. He simply sent it wide.
1: It would have been a big moment if it had stayed in. Instead, the uh, Thunderbirds are almost tied up. Uh, or the Bisons are, rather, almost tied up after going down pretty early in this Except one. Except for
0: when Regeer comes in. Mm. Nice nice kill by Joel Regeer there.
1: <laughs> Joel Regeer's loving it. He doesn't usually get this much uh, ability to play offense, and he's loving his chance.
0: It, like you said, hitting over 700 kills at eight. I believe that was actually his ninth of the night. Maybe
1: they should go through him more often. 'Cause he usually doesn't get these sort of sur- he doesn't get service as a yeah, yeah. as an offensive player, but he's taking his chance and making the most of the uh, service and that was
0: beautiful set <laughs> from Southern to Verkine driving it right through the heart of the Thunderbird defense. Yeah, and
1: Verkine with another stare down.
3: <laughs>
0: Gotta right. get something going, right? Yeah. Close game here, eighteen seventeen favor of the Thunderbirds still. Manitoba trying to push a fourth set, keep themselves alive in this game. Did a great job last night doing just that.
2: Yeah.
1: What a comeback it would be.
0: That one hit out of bounds on the block. Actually, Manitoba last night took a 2-0 set lead. And then the Thunderbirds mm. came back. And it looked like they were going to win. Yeah. the fourth set, I believe they held Manitoba to 12 points. And then somehow in the fifth, uh, Manitoba t- took the win.
1: Yeah, it happens.
0: is serving. Wow. Ooh. Strong serve. And,
1: and Brar had to be very careful there that he didn't get a net violation. It was
0: very close. This time taken by Ben Chow. Set here from Katarakis to Brar. Did
1: that stay in? Not no, quite. No, did
0: Again, Brar just wide.
1: It's 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 just an off night, and there's nothing you can really do.
0: If he had those two points right now, it would be a very different game. It would be 21 to just 16. Instead, 19-18, Thunderbirds hanging on to a slim lead as they have Negus, who's one of their strongest players at the service line. Bison's clinging on. Trying yeah. to find some uh, late third set hope here.
1: And you know they want to get this kill and go home. You want They want to end this set. They don't want to go to four. They definitely don't want to go to five.
0: Smith handles it. And nice job. nice job. He kept his hands just off the net. Tyson er, Byron, Byron Ketarakis, Jordan DeShane doing a nice job finishing up the kill. After that defensive specialist substitution, We have Keith West coming back on the game for Ben Chow. Barr at the line. See what he can do. This
1: would be a really good time for him to turn his night around.
0: It's been nice to see how other players have filled in for Irvin Barr tonight. And that one just making it over. He's still not opting for his big uh, serve, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it worked that time, at least.
0: They're trying some dumb plays, not getting past the Manitoba defense. Barely kept alive, but a double hit is called against McCarthy again.
1: The Thunderbirds have been very uh, talkative with the official, which isn't maybe the best thing to be doing, although they haven't been penalized for it yet.
0: At the service line is Verkine for the Bisons. Still trailing just one. Into the net and commits a service error, something not too common so far for the Bisons. That one really bites them. As it gets the ball back into the hands of Jordan Shane, who's had a very, very nice game himself.
1: Yeah, one of these uh, four players that have had an excellent nights uh, covering up for the bad play of Brar, who's actually now in the negative for hitting percentage. And it looked like a double touch. Double touch.
0: And 22-19, Thunderbirds just three points away from a sweep victory here tonight at War Memorial Gym.
1: It looked like Sutherland maybe hurt his foot or his ankle on the back of that play there, which wouldn't be very good.
0: Deshane serving. Handled by the Manitoba Bisons. It hits the ceiling, which is marked as dead. It seemed like Ferrar would have actually gotten there. That and that's a
1: testament to the power of the service of, um, of uh, sorry, Dust uh, Inspiring. But he opts for a softer serve
0: here. This time it's Regeer, and it's called just in bounds by the line ref, but the main officials overruling award the point to the Bisons.
1: And not and Ketarakis is not happy. He's been unimpressed with the performance of the official all night long.
0: 22-21, it's a close one here in this third set. Spiring, and now it's Finn McCarthy, and it's kept just in bounds.
1: Finn McCarthy having the game of his life, Jacob. That's his 12th kill.
0: And the point was awarded to the Thunderbirds. I believe there was actually a violation on the call.
1: Ah. Nevertheless, Finn McCarthy having an excellent game, and now has a chance to close it out. Just two more points until they can go home.
0: Here comes Flying Finn. That one well too short. Right into the bottom of the net, actually. I
1: think the moment got to him.
0: Service error is up to 16 now for the Thunderbirds. Not strong night from the service line. few aces sprinkled here and there, but too many service errors overall.
1: Well, luckily, their hitting percentage has been excellent to make up for it. <laughs> did, you, a grunt. did you hear Keith West? I hope that picked up on the broadcast because that was loud. He wanted that.
3: And beautiful
0: kill finding the seam in between the Manitoba Bisons. It's 24-22. The Thunderbirds are looking to go home here. That one handled, that was Dunker. Now out wide, that was Kevin Nagus hitting it hard into the hands of the double block attempt there by the Thunderbirds. It is a side out.
3: It's Dunker who's
0: been off all night. We'll see what he can do. Dunker hitting exactly zero. As at the current moment. And
1: McGeer ends it. Who better? Yeah. Who better? What a night from McGeer. What a night from Finn McCarthy and Jordan Deshane. Breakout performances from these players and an overall excellent night of Thunderbird volleyball.
0: Thunderbirds on the night hitting over 360 compared to the Bisons who hit just barely over 200. Very strong performance, especially in the third set uh, by the Thunderbirds and the second set as well. We saw big breakout performances from Thunderbird players when Irvin Barard wasn't necessarily having his best game. Joel Regier with 10 kills on the night, to Shane as well, and as well as Keith West, who's been great throughout. And Finn McCarthy leading the night with 12 kills. What a game,
1: what a game from Finn McCarthy. Making good on his chance, has four more kills than his career high, or five more kills. They did count that last one as a McCarthy kill then. So that's excellent. Um, it would be great to see more of him in the future from this team. Great to see him get more playing time because he's clearly been excellent.
0: In just three sets, Byron has put up 41 assists. That's insane. A leading force for this Thunderbird team. A few service errors doesn't hold them back. Thunderbirds sweep here tonight after the unfortunate upset last night. The Thunderbirds look forward to their next game. They take on Winnipeg. And they will try and keep uh, this momentum after that loss going. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here at Canada West and CITR. Hope you guys have a wonderful night.
3: Boy, I
2: to change my-